0: Welcome back everybody, welcome back to Cinematic Savants, greetings, salutations, glad you can join us this evening, uh, you're going to have to bear with us this episode, we spent most of our time laughing at each other before this podcast got started, if you learned anything about us, we can ramble, we got some great stories, one day I'm going to have to make some bonus footage out of all this because yeah. we have some crazy stories behind the scenes right here, oh lord, oh. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Remember to look us up on Facebook. Look us up on Instagram. Follow us. Go watch the movie, man. Like, give us some feedback on how we're doing. We're trying to grow this show to bigger and better things. Ryan, Sean, how good. we doing tonight, fellas? Uh, everybody right. good? Yeah, we're we're
1: good? We're breathing. Oh, no
0: man, everybody had a good week, man. Right, Ryan? I'm, I'm glad you got to leave the, the house this week. Because I, I was I'm for sure <laughs> you're going to get into with your old lady. Next yeah. thing you know, it's like, hey, podcast on hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> like, See y'all in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh, man, but everybody good? Everybody had yeah, a good man, week? I'm very
2: happy to be here. Went to the tin Caps game and had fireworks over the weekend. That was pretty fun. And oh, yeah, I
0: went on a Sunday. I think it was like the Veterans Appreciation Day. Oh, really? That's, yeah, because I saw Greg. That day. Oh, okay. Because yeah. a lot of us forget that uh, Greg serves. I want to say a special shout out to all you veterans, active yeah. duty. Oh Lord, oh. National Guard, yeah. Coast Guard, yeah. man, Boy Scouts. I don't care who you are, man. You helping this country, <laughs> man. I salute you, man. Yes. God yes. bless. Yeah. Oh. Man, it's, it's been a pretty interesting week already. It's been a long week.
2: It's been man. a long week. It's Wednesday, but it feels like this today should be Thursday or Friday. Man, it's been I'm a long I'm with y'all week. on that.
0: I feel like I'm just muscling through just to get yeah. through the, that that three day weekend that we all seem to enjoy
3: whenever yeah. we get like
0: some time off. Y'all got any plans for the Fourth of July coming uh, up? Oh
2: man, just just to be off. I got to work Saturday morning, because our our company is um we gotta, we're behind on some stuff, so we got to work Saturday, but just for six hours. After that, we're just gonna hang out and chill. Uh, might barbecue and get a little bit of fireworks, or something like that but just to be off offered the, the a couple of days we do get off that that works so yeah I enjoy that part of it so maybe go fishing or something like that just to be outside so shouldn't be too hot probably be a little warm but um, just to be away from work, that'd be the best part. So
0: I'm still debating if I want to actually go see the fireworks show. Which one, Fort Wayne's or uh... no? Because we go to the campground. You know, the yeah. campground they always seem to have yeah. one. Fort Wayne's good to have too. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen the Fort Wayne one in a really long time because is kind have. of boring. But yeah. when you go to a campground, that's like, uh no offense, but that really is like redneck central. They take yeah. their uh, liberties yeah. very, very seriously. They, they love their independence. They love celebrating America. And if it, nothing less, they will put on one hell of a fireworks show. Yeah, they for will. You. They will. So all yeah. that campground money you've been spending—that's where the money's been going. All—all been all <laughs> going to the campground. the fireworks show yeah. every single year. They do not disappoint, and it is always fun to watch. But I haven't been a real big firework guy. Ever since, because we were talking about before the podcast, once you hear like one or two stories about yeah. somebody blowing a hand off yeah. or damn near getting caught on fire by some fireworks because somebody being reckless, I'm like, you know what? This ain't for me. I can spend hundreds of dollars on something else. Oh, yeah. other than some fireworks, right? I can get some ribs. Yeah. I get some burgers on the grill, man. Get some chicken. I can do a lot of yeah, damage yeah. with three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars oh, just sure. to blow something up to celebrate it's freedom gone. that yeah. a lot of black people don't. We never like had. Gone.
2: Yeah, that wasn't our freedom. So hey, hold on, yeah. man. This
0: doesn't feel right. <laughs> what are we? Right, here, yeah. Oh, so, I don't feel like I'm far of this party.
2: Not at all. Not at all. But yeah, I, I'm done with fireworks too. I'd rather just watch. Like I said, I got burnt when I was a kid, and I uh, retired after that. I was like, nope, no more for me. uh If I do, is nothing big. Like I know my, um, my friend Travis used to get the big M80s and shit, and put them in pop cans and Jesus. throw them at cats and stuff like this. Dude, you're gonna kill somebody, you know? So. I kinda just stick to just watching like Fort Wayne's or wherever I'm at. You know, like you said, the country people be having some good fireworks, so Yes they do, but yeah. you got open
0: land. You can yeah. pretty much do whatever you want. Right. That's what I need. I need to find somebody with some good open land to get on some four wheelers, yeah. go fishing, go shooting, go do something. Yeah. Yeah. That that'll always be fun. I need to hurry up and move out to the country. I always been a city boy, but Being in the country like that, it always seems more peaceful and pleasant. Like, you ain't got close neighbors, like, annoying you with their loud ass kids. Like, nah, I can just be out there, do whatever the hell I want, man. Get, like, a backyard, a nice big backyard, get a pool. Well, no trampoline now, man, because my kids are old enough to know that hey, <laughs> they, we should be jumping up and down like yeah. this. They get tired real quick. Yeah. But yeah, I need, I need the, I need the to city to life, and I need to leave that behind. I need to go out to the country, be a country boy, get me a riding lawnmower. <laughs> I, I, that, that, that's a dream of mine. This mine sit, too. This mine is sit too. out in the garage with the door open, man, just sitting beer, watching mm-hmm. the birds. That could, that could be fun <laughs> yeah. at some point because
2: I uh, I see the that. I've never been on a riding lawnmower before, but. It looks like take grass to another level, like cutting grass to another level. I'm not really doing a whole lot. I'm just sitting on something, turning it left or right, you know. So
0: it is always it always seems see somebody. Like somebody need to get their daddy and like have a conversation with them because I'm getting sick of people ride ride on they they ride lawnmowers with their shirt off. Oh yeah,
1: it's it's, yeah.
0: it's one of the nastiest things I've ever seen. It's like damn, why he got a sweater on? Like no, it's not a sweater. It's his back. Yeah, like yeah. come on, partner. Like cover up, man. You are not yeah, that sexy. No. And it is not that damn hot. You're already on a riding right, lawnmower. You you have eliminated the walking part. Right, that, that's right. half the battle right there. Like just go ahead Get your exercise in. See that's why Americans are fat man we, we find new ways To be lazy Hell yeah <laughs> that, that, that is so impressive You ever see somebody Fat at Walmart And you, you be All looking the At time. them suspicious Like hey yeah. I know you can walk yeah. Why are you on this <laughs> cart yeah, Why are you riding That damn yeah, cart I'm Like ridiculous. there's an elderly lady At the front door Right now Waiting for a car I oh, know man Because your fat ass Just decided to sit down And take it easy Right That's not a disability no, Not a disability man. All up and down The fucking ice cream aisle Hell
2: and shit, yeah man. Get, get your ass out of here, Pringles hot Cheetos, <laughs> stock <laughs> that little ass riding cart stock with food, <laughs> cruising around. Hell That's the yeah. highlight of the week. Look at you, Lynn. You get in the way like you crazy man.
0: You know that cart ain't fast no more, man. No. Got a flat tire, man. it's stuck in first gear. You ain't right. going no damn where. Yeah. It took you three hours to go up and down the house. Yeah. Oh lord. Oh, I say that to say hey. I'm- I appreciate all y'all Americans, man. I hope y'all have a great 4th <laughs> of July. All y'all fat people, I'm sorry if I offended y'all, but hopefully I motivate y'all to go out and go walking or something. Yep. Because, you know, y'all getting in my way at Walmart. I need to get out of my way those cars. <laughs> I'm going to tired of those carts, man. And they never return them. They never fucking no. return them. It's always mm. all in the middle of a fucking parking lot yeah. space that I could have been in. And if you just got your, your ass up, man, just, just scooted up there, walked your ass back. You know, never mind. I just want to say, hey, man, God bless you, man. Hope you work on your struggle and get better at life. But, yeah, get the hell out of my way next time. All right. Ah right, man. Y'all, y'all saw some movies, saw some shows. man. Yeah, we, man. Got, we got a lot to talk Far about. On of, I think so. You know,
2: some movies and some shows. And some, I, know. I know. Ryan should
0: have something epic for us uh, this episode. He no, definitely I got some thoughts to share because I just finished Obi-Wan this past week, so I can't wait to get all of our thoughts all together and try to debate on whether this was a good season or not. Uh, I, I did start watching uh, Turning Red. I gotta say Sean you might have been wrong. That movie is actually pretty damn funny. Really? Yeah. I thought I thought okay. it was pretty I only like halfway through but I thought the first half was very entertaining. I thought it was very funny.
3: I was like alright I like this. Here for a treat. I think you'll enjoy yourself finishing that flick. Yeah. I, I
2: didn't. I never got I started to watch a little bit again and then I just got off of it again somehow but I got to the part where uh, they were on like a rooftop and they were saying what they would Say to the boys when they met him or something like that. And I didn't get past that, but yeah, I don't uh, think I got to that yeah, part. Okay,
0: but, yeah. Overall, <laughs> I th- I, th- I thought the first half that I watched, I thought it was pretty entertaining. I was I was actually impressed. Like Ryan, like he has a knack for picking like some really weird off the path movies that I think like man Ryan Buggy man there he go just talking out his ass again talking about <laughs> this movie's gonna be a classic. I'm like all right, shut up. I'm gonna watch this so I can shit on it next week. And I started watching it and I was like, oh wait a minute, man, shit <laughs> this thing is actually pretty damn good. I'm telling you. Ryan was right again. There's only been two times you've been like right at something that I got pissed at. The first (laughs) off is when you said said white girls go in bundles to watch horror movies. I'm still mad at that because every time I go see a horror film, I'm like, man, how does Ryan know this, man? Like you in the back of a fucking theater with a notebook jotting down notes like, hey, man, I'm investigating the whites. Like you conspiracy brother for real. (laughs) oh my god and that and like just the fact that you actually got this right i was like damn this movie is actually pretty damn entertaining I, I, i'm not trying to steer anybody within right. the first five minutes i was i was i was cracking some ribs i was like all right man i don't know <laughs> happy, yeah. I, was, I was like i don't know why but this this is actually kind of goofy and funny i like this kind of humor
3: i'm not trying to steer anybody wrong out here for sure no, I, they were I really just, they were just standing
0: there dancing with her friends and shit i was like all right man this is some
3: goofy yeah. shit man i can enjoy this
0: man this, yeah. is, this is what i want to see Like, only when they get too serious with emotions is why I think they take kids' movies too far. Because kids aren't that fastly developed at this point, man. They're still immature, even though they got steroids in the chicken. Kids are getting big as hell. (laughs) And these these young girls looking like fucking 30 year olds when Mm. they're only 15. uh, I see how R. Kelly got caught up in that shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He paid for it, though, man. Jeez. 30 years. Man, man.
0: he has got to be one of the nastiest human beings in human history, man. How are you going to be so talented and be so dumb
3: at the same time? He got caught up in the modern age. I'm sure he's not the first person who's done the stuff he's did. yeah he just got caught yeah, he did. i
0: know even oj looking at his dumb
3: ass
0: you should have just wrote a book like oh, i did man. if i would have done it Hell, yeah. if you would have got the girl like, <laughs> <laughs> like if i would have peed on him just on, man. It's, it's, oh, man. You know, i don't want to talk i don't want to talk about even though technically he might be a sag member technically he might have an acting credit somewhere not in his home videos but maybe somewhere professionally but R. Kelly, Lord, God bless. God, bless. God, bless. Did you see, God bless. Did you
3: guys happen to see the original porno when it came out? So I, I, ref- I refuse to watch
0: it. Even mm-hmm. though I feel like at some point my barber had like a had a conversation about this. He's like, Hey, I got the tape. I'm like, Why you got the tape? Like why?
1: Why do you want
0: the tape? First of all, it he was, was like, right there next to the Lord of the Rings bootleg. <laughs> yeah, man. He's <laughs> like, man, y'all, y'all want to watch it real quick? I'm like, no, man. No, I'm, I'm,
3: I'm you cool. Mature, you matured much faster than I no, did. No, man.
0: I, I just knew right away. I had no desire to ever watch that. <laughs> I don't know about how y'all barbers be are, but how y'all barbers be. But my barber gets very easily distracted. He yeah, be happy through too, your cut. Yeah. He'll take a phone call. He'll take a lunch break. We'll He'll get, go check yeah. on something in the dryer. Go get
2: wings and shit. <laughs> like, come on,
0: man. No, he I, go ahead and change the channel. Man, He on his Spotify trying to make a new playlist. I'm like, I was like, like my my dog. Can you finish my lineup real quick, man? Like, come on, man. I've been in this chair for like an hour and a half, man. Come on, taper me up so I can go home. Yeah. Like, that's how black... They be acting like they charging about an hour Hell or something yeah. like that, man. You come lost on, your tip.
2: Man. I know, man. Fuck with me.
0: Come on, now. I'm trying to hurry and get some shit done, man. I, I got to get home with my life.
2: Half my hair is cut. I got half of their mohawk and shit, and they just leave and stuff. That's where,
0: the, that's where the Gumby came from. They got half a hair. They said, fuck it,
2: bitch. I look a terrible
0: fine-ass girl walk in. <laughs> God damn it.
1: Just like, man... <laughs>
0: Oh, You're yeah, looking terrible Oh man I definitely switched up My whole demeanor of uh, See a fine girl coming to the barbershop When I was younger I was like Oh, oh shit <laughs> uh, Yeah man Hell yeah Yeah man That's Give me If I get
3: gray hair I'll get braved yeah. oh, You're man. surrounded By fine girls <laughs> You're Getting your hair done No, you know A whole bunch of dudes Talking about sports, I'd get that every, every other day at this point. <laughs> you there surround is, yourself, with fine girls while you getting your hair done. It's not to bad. this
0: day, there is no better confidence boost than coming out the barbershop with a fresh ass haircut. Oh man, it is it's it is sharp, one of man. the best feelings in the world. It's either that or you fucking balling at the park and some girls are there. That's the only other good <laughs> feeling you ever going to have in life, man. You 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 just yeah. you just going fucking crazy, hitting man. Everything you, go, you and one all over the place, man. You hitting from half court like you Steph. And, yeah. and you always hear somebody, man, come on, man, and you know you balling
2: when somebody say that. Oh man, come on. So yeah, but that man, that's, fresh, what, that's when you yeah. refuse to pass the ball. Oh, it's Like, no, nope, yeah. I'm showing out when right now. Hot right then. That's that's good. I know that feeling. Both feelings are great. Getting a haircut is just, it changes your confidence. Like you just For turn sure. into a different person. You even look, you look at looking at girls like, yeah, <laughs> 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 see this cut I got. You know, so oh
0: man, you just a whole new step, hell, man. You start man. walking like Denzel, coming out the chair. <laughs> it's a big deal. It, <laughs> is very deal. it is a big deal. It is a very big deal. I don't know what the female equivalent of that, man. But Maybe when I come out the barbershop, my hairline be fucking perfect, man. Mm-hmm. The paper's all nice and clean, man. Especially when they get the razor, man. Get ooh, your shit extra sharp. Ooh, nice. Ooh, shit. They
2: spray that stuff on and you get that oil sheen onto the top. Oh, man, it's nice. Oh, man, it's that's
0: no such a great feeling. feeling. You know what? As much as women get their hair done, why do they always go to Walmart in a bonnet? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. that makes me that makes me so crazy in the mind. It's like I thought y'all had the bonnet on your head at home in preparation of yeah. leaving the house. You don't leave the house with the bonnet. When does it ever come off? When you go to work? When you go to the club? Know, because right mean. now you're out in public and you're looking real suss right now. I need you to take that <laughs> nasty muffin off your head, man, and show mm-hmm. me what your real uh, hairline look like. like. All right, I digress. That's just me ranting for a little bit. And
3: once again, it's uh, to stop so you don't see the frizz from somebody who has braids. And wears a do-rag often.
0: Ryan, you on that list. You on that list. <laughs> you a damn sure on that but, list. I've been seeing you for like a
3: year and a half. Okay. I ain't seen your hair yet. Next time. Next time. You
0: always have a dewy
3: on. Yeah. Next time we have a movie date, I'll show up with the braids out. I'm about <laughs> to say, you, got, you got braids and I never
0: see them. I only see the hang time. It's, That's if, it.
3: If, uh, if we didn't put headphones on, I didn't want to mess the braids up, then yeah, the do-rag would come off. Okay. But, <laughs> yeah. I see dudes where they just mm-hmm. religiously
0: put their do-rags on like it's... Like it's like a a hat that stays on forever Like dude you know you got it braided for everybody else To look at and admire if you're covering it up what's the whole point of that You always have your do-rag on no matter what Like dude we in the pool (laughs) Like come on (laughs) Take it off Got that do-rag on in the shower (laughs) I don't take it that far Oh Lord, they got a do rag under they do rag just in case the first do rag. Just like like come man. on, Like right. hey, let me let me shut up. Man, I'm, I'm supposed exposing all kind of black culture, yeah. Like, they, like, miss out there, like hey, they don't never take they bonnet off. They do rag, man. They just stay laced. You ain't never gonna see their perfect hairline. Oh Lord, hands so, up. I had a pretty good week, if I'm going to say so myself. It's, it's been a pretty good movie week. I've seen a couple movies. I even caught a brand new show that I can't wait to share with y'all that I think y'all might like. Y'all might have to check that out. But overall, I think this, this episode is going to be pretty good. And we have like a special little second half for you guys. We are going to give our uh, love and admiration to the great John Williams this episode. Because he pretty much announced that since he just finished uh, Indiana Jones 5 he's pretty much going to retire from making uh, movie scores and is going to go, I guess the independent round is what I think he said, he's going to go back to teaching or something like that I don't know what he has in store for us in Indiana Jones 5 but if you guys are unfamiliar with his track record we're going to get you familiarized with him in this episode so you guys can actually bow down and respect the God that we call John Williams, one of the greatest musical composers this world has ever seen Ryan, I know you have strong feelings about him I'm more partial to Hans Zimmer, but you know John Williams. Head to head, man, it, it really does—it really does feel like you—you—you know, you, you really splitting hairs between the two. It, it's really no shame in picking one or the other. John Williams is just a, a damn legend. I looked at his track record before we got to this episode. I forgot how many movies he actually is attached he does to. A lot. Man. Holy shit, man! His track record looked like a fucking CVS receipt. Oh yeah, it is long <laughs> and shit. And I gave up halfway through. I was like, "All right, man, you made too many. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired, man. Good God, how many we get? It. It's like Dr. Dre and his credits. Dead like, sir. It's like whatever, man. Come on, we know you're talented, man. Let the rest of the industry eat. You can't score every movie. Let somebody
3: else get in there. Oh, if you spend a hunt over. Seventy million dollars on your movie, people are going to start coming at you if you if you're John Williams. I know
0: he's been in this industry for like what seven decades, yeah. and, at the very least, because he's I think he just turned ninety this past year. So yeah, this this man is incredible. His story is incredible. His talent is unmatched at this point. He is he's a genius, he, absolutely, hands if, down. If there's ever a musical genius, I know some people like to use the term with Kanye. He's a musical musical genius.
3: John Williams is a musical god. Yeah, he
0: is incredible.
3: There no is, blasphemy there. Tom. No, there, that's one of my heroes. Actually, I love John Williams to
1: death.
0: I know you cannot knock anything that he has ever done. Like maybe he's been on part of some movies that you just don't like, but at the very his least, fault the movie sucked. was his fault? I I looked up a crazy stat. They said he is the second most nominated individual for the Oscars or and Grammys ever. Dang, the only person to hit him is Walt Disney. Man. What oh my the baby. only person ahead of him? That isn't that fucking crazy. That is insane. The only person that's ever been nominated more than him as an individual is Walt Disney, and Walt Disney gets a lot of credits for all those movies that he's been doing that he did back in the day. But Lord, that that is that is one hell of a flex right there. That really is. That is incredible. I I started to look up his awards, but I was like, I ain't got time for this. Once again, mm-hmm. another CVS receipt right yeah, underneath that. Yeah. I was like, I right, I can't I can't do this. I got it. He won every damn thing and then some. It was like, all right, we we got it. He, has, does he have a. Is he an EGOT? What is that? Uh, when you want an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and a Tony. I know we'll be going Tony's really ha- stage, right? Stage. So, yeah, I guess if you want anything that has anything
3: to do with that stage play or whatever, like you get an award. like you- I would not be surprised if he was out there composing for Raising in the Sun at <laughs> some no, point. Because I know he.
0: Uh, oh Lord, I know he got a Grammy. I know he got an Oscar. Emmy, I'm not sure. I have to look that one up. I'm pretty Sound, sure if he was
3: slumming it I could up, have then he, had, said he, had, a, he it. had a
0: Tony Award. But, yeah, if he's not EGOT with, like, Whoopi Goldberg and John Legend and a few others, that would surprise the hell out of me if he wasn't part of that group. Mm. That's how incredible this man is. So, yes, the second half of this uh, episode, we are going to give our praise to the great John Williams. So, with that being said, let's get started with our standing ovation this week. Mm-hmm. Who wants to take
3: lead on this one, right? Who you got? Okay. All right. Thank you, Thomas, for the honor. Appreciate that. And uh, I'm going to use John Williams for uh, the inspiration for who I'm going to give a standing ovation to. It's the movie director by the name of uh, Oliver Stone, who um, really had a great couple of decades in the movie industry in the 80s and 90s, Um, late 90s, early 2000s. He made some crap, but his good stuff is the stuff of cinematic legend and uh, I had to give my stand ovation to him just because when you let me know before the show that we're talking about John Williams scores looking at some of John Williams' composed movies, one of Oliver Stone directed movies stood out to me and uh it has a great score, which is a vital component of that movie, but it usually doesn't get talked about that much just because John Williams has such other uh, such a great career but for anybody that doesn't know, Oliver Stone directed natural born killers with woody harrelson great movie a great movie uh that with along with true <coughs> romance which i've expressed my love for love that for is
0: one of the biggest cult classic i've ever heard of that i completely missed i like i like how everybody seems to mention it as one of their all-time favorite movies now me personally i wasn't a big christian slater fan per se even though i do acknowledge that movie is is pretty fucking great a lot of people represent simply because uh, Brad Pitt being like the stoner in that movie. A lot of people seem to gravitate towards that. I'm, I remember hearing um, what's the uh, the one lady who does um, Harley Quinn? What's her name? Oh, uh, Margaret Margot Robbie. Yeah, she mm-hmm. even said in an interview that she walked down the aisle to the theme song for True Romance. I was like, really? Is it that big of a deal? Because she's pretty damn young.
3: I'm surprised she even knows about this movie. But you
0: know, that maybe that's just me being old. Whatever. Two of
3: the most influential figures in my life have put that on their top three favorite movie list. One is Jay-Z. Uh, he said The Godfather 2. That's surprising. The Godfather 2 and True Romance are his two favorite movies. And my mother's sister, my Aunt Pam, that was her all-time favorite movie for sure. Um, yeah, she. that was one of the five movies she claimed one of her drunken rants that she could watch every single day and uh, yeah I didn't see it in theater and um, that was uh, one of uh, Quentin Tarantino in one interview I saw with Tarantino he said that was one of his shining moments not only seeing his name in the writing credits for that movie but seeing how the audience would react during the Brad Pitt scenes for that movie he said yeah he went to about 10 showings in the movie theater and uh, the crowd reacted fittingly but that movie was great but Natural Born Killers and True Romance are the the first two scripts that Quentin Tarantino sold in Hollywood before he actually directed Reservoir Dogs. That's uh, that's how he got his foot in the door. But I thought he did it. Natural Born Killers was a great movie. Um, Al Pacino, Jamie Foxx, Any Given Sunday, I think oh. that's one of the best sport movies ever yeah. made. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that one. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the Willy Vietnam. Beeman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep, the, keep the ladies creaming. <laughs> uh, Platoon. In the 80s good good war movie. Uh Wall Street with Good movie, yeah. yeah that's that one good. of my favorite movies. Oh, I love I, I love that movie. Fantastic.
0: Now did he do the sequel?
3: He did, which uh, was when hit on the downturn. Now, I'm gonna talk yeah. about some of his bad movies Because 'cause he's got some bad movies. There's three bad movies that I uh pretty much despise and I was already a hardcore. Oliver Stone fan at this point, so let me look it up. I bet I can guess him. Hold on. Uh, Okay, I'm looking forward to that. Um, Born on the fourth of July with the currently scolding hot Tom Cruise, about the Vietnam War vet. You talking about his looks? Um, Popularity. Um, I do have a slight man crush on Tom Cruise. Okay, just making sure. Uh, Uh, So he he looks energy. If I look that good at 60s, he's looking now. I'm a lucky man. (laughs) You
1: know
3: know what? Scientology. Y'all might. Y'all might get me. I might get me one, Dave.
0: I got Tom Cruise looking like a vampire for real. I'm like, you know what? Let me just take a pamphlet. But that's all they
3: got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you join Scientology, you can be Tom Cruise. Look at him. That's all they got. I bet John no. Vuelta thought the same damn thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. And what's the old dude from that 70s show before he got in legal trouble and they kicked him out of the uh. church? Ah, uh, Matt Matheson uh, with the glasses. Uh, Danny, Danny, Danny Matheson. Yeah. There we go. He got into those allegations. Yes. And Scientology
3: said, you know what? We good. We ain't footing your legal bill no more. <laughs> like, Get yeah. the
0: hell on out of here.
3: Yeah. Very true. Um, but let um, me make sure. Uh, yeah. Born for July. Good uh, Nixon. Uh, one of the worst presidents of all time. Tricky dick. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins played Richard Nixon in a movie called Nixon. That was a good one. But uh, one of the best movies ever, one of my favorite movies, and what I think is one of the best movies ever made is JFK starring Kevin Costner.
0: Oh, I uh, thought for sure he was going to say The People vs. Larry Flint. Did he
3: direct that? Um, I don't think he did. I like that movie a lot. Did he direct If I he could did, have, I'm, have. I'm mad it's not on my list here. But I really liked that movie.
0: Okay, maybe he was just a producer. Maybe he just got to produce some credit, but I could have sworn he had something to do with that movie. Oh, no, yeah, I, I, I
3: really liked that. That was good. That was good. But uh, John Williams did the score for that. And uh, when we talk about John Williams, he's been a part of some of the biggest blockbusters in movie history, so you're not going to see that. But I really feel that the last hour of JFK is not only some of the best filmmaking and acting ever put on the seminars, but uh, John Williams really rocked as far as doing the score for that it is absolutely riveting stuff and yeah JFK is absolutely one of my favorite movies of all time and oh, that Lord. last hour is one of the best things of all time
0: I think I found one of the three bad ones holy shit I did not know he directed Alexander Ka-
3: Ka- yeah I was about to say Count Frail's gotta be in one of those Oh, I'll, I went Lord. and saw that in the theater and I that like hmm. what the hell am I watching <laughs> and the
0: previews are great yeah it looked like something epic it's yeah. one of those movies where the trailer definitely tricked you into thinking this was going to be something epic oh yeah and, and most like, people yeah, enjoy
3: Gladiator. So, yeah, Gladiator yeah, is good.
0: Gladiator. Most people, I haven't met one person in my life that says Gladiator ever. is just no. okay. Ever. Everybody, yeah. Uh, uh, gladiator ever. is one of the best movies of all time. For sure. You know, sure. Yeah. You, know and you know what, Sean, I'm going to pitch you on blast because we used, I forgot you said something in the group chat that got, got me hot. I think, I, I think I'm still hot about something you wrote and I was like, no, he did that to piss us off. Anyway, <laughs> no way, he said, oh, that's what it was. It was talking about the... The, the slander of the wire. yeah, all right, yeah I'm, I'm gonna get you
3: later. Man. That <laughs> was blasphemy, Sean. That was blasphemy.
1: I looked oh, at my man. phone,
0: I threw it, I was like, man, get the fuck out <laughs> <Chalked laughs> of us say. off and it worked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh I'm not gonna talk bad about it. this is not my favorite, but I don't hate it by any means. So.
3: At the same time, that's like me saying, So far Stranger Things isn't all that. Yeah. I haven't finished Stranger Things yet. So you have the right to say, Well, Ryan, you haven't even finished it yet. Yeah. How can you say it's not as good as what I'm saying is, all I'm saying, that's just my initial reaction. So, your initial reaction to me and Tommy's uh, mind blowing response from Game of Thrones and The Wire was completely different. That's kind of what I'm having with, because I'm catching up I, late. I, I think, anything.
2: yeah, I think because you, you caught up late, I think the hype leading up to it from us and other people. I did. I did. I, yeah, I think I ex- yeah, you expecting a lot yes. more than probably because we hyped it up, but we saw it kind of in that moment. You know, we kind of caught on. We were—I was a little late, but I was season two late. You kind of sure. like way out of the. You know but what I mean? So I you're don't think, I don't
3: think. I don't think because I do want to. When we talk about uh, John Williams, I do want to stress that my first time I actually sat down and watched a complete Star Wars movie is when they re-released it in theaters in '97 with the Star Wars Special Edition. So all those extra CGI effects they added with Jabba the Hutt throwing him in there and Han Solo stepping on his tail. That was the first time I sat there. And I I, I was like, it's pretty good. It didn't blow. I was not a Star Wars fanatic walking out of theater. That was the first time I ever seen somebody applaud when the opening theme song came on. I had never seen that before in the theater. <laughs> and I was shocked that my mom even took me out to see it and talked about how much she liked it.
1: Yeah. Because she
3: doesn't usually like these kind of movies. So I was shocked to hear she liked it. But um, I don't th- if something's great, I don't think you have to see it of the moment to appreciate it. Because i feel i'm mature enough just to appreciate stuff and i can understand why and and to an extent i do understand why people are really enjoying stranger things but just myself as a viewer i know how i reacted to seeing the first five episodes of my favorite tv shows of all time you know and i'm saying i did not get that from stranger things i i'm, I'm enjoying it i'm glad it. i can understand why people but like what the
2: I see what you're saying, but I'm just saying, like in that moment, that was fresh. Those times, kind of like the time when when did um, the wire come out? Like 2010, 11.
3: Earlier than that, it earlier was earlier. Yeah. I feel
2: like those times matched that at the at that point in time. Yeah, but it's you it's know, it's
3: a moment in time. Yeah,
2: but I feel like what I I guess what I'm saying, like I don't feel like people go back to the wire as much as they. That people think they do. I don't feel like they go back to watching that because I see you're it on not because you're not a part of
3: that cult. Yeah, everybody I mean, who's watched I, the Wire has seen yeah, every the season multiple I, times.
2: I guess because I work with people when I see them the most, I've <coughs> I never hear that come up. You know, what I mean, I hear other shows come up, but you, I know they people say, "Well, okay, the Wire is good," but they don't go back to it. I, I feel like it's like some movies I watch. I'm just like, huh. Eh. I don't have to go back to it like Stranger Things. I I've been back to it like three or four times. You know, what I mean, I don't went man shit. I gotta watch si- this over I, and over happy. again. But I'm not saying that, and I and I only got as far as maybe season three of the Wire. And I watched a lot with you guys, and I was just like, it's not bad. It just wasn't. I just didn't feel like I I was missing out if I didn't see it. You know, which
3: I I really feel that you are. I I really feel that you are. I really feel like that'd be the, the same thing.
0: way that I feel like I was missing out on Game of Thrones when it was like yeah. live. Like to feel the impact of like missing out on that show. You know how we got pissed yeah, off yeah. away from Stranger Things for yeah, like two yeah, years. Yeah. I can't imagine like the gap between like season seven and season eight waiting that damn yeah. long to find out what the hell happened.
2: And I'm and I'm one of the people who like and until recently, the last ten years, I'm one of the people. If somebody likes something the whole lot, I, I kind of wanted to go the opposite way. Just
0: because, really? yeah. I, for some so reason, you're just a contrarian. Yeah, I like to do kind of like how if somebody like tells you like, "Hey, man, this is one of the best shows." Yeah, because
2: here. I can't believe it's that good to me. You know, I mean, not to, and then somebody did. That, I did that with Stranger Things, but I actually have seen some of. I was too. Of the, I actually did see some of the wire, and I gave Game of Thrones a chance because I was coming back here telling you guys what I've seen. And I, I just, neither one of them, they're two completely different shows, of course, but neither one of them was, I was just like, after I was done watching and I didn't feel blown away, like I need to go back to watch it again. You know it what does. Man?
0: It Game of Thrones, I'll, I'll just say for me, since we're going to be sidetracked with this one. I felt like it was a slow build, and it kept getting better and okay, better as the seasons yeah. got along. The only problem was, all right, it sounds it sounds very crass. How I'm gonna make this parallel as far as a metaphor? It feels like you was like fucking for, for eight hours, and you had a really bad night. <laughs> That's all it was. Yeah, it yeah. just didn't end well. The way that it ended was kind of like it was very eye rolling. It was kind of like, come on, really, him on the throne, mm-hmm. like, a, like. That was the last thing that I absolutely wanted. Like the way it ended, I wish they could have done that a little bit better.
3: But let me ask you one question, Tommy. Have you seen Boardwalk Empire?
0: I have not,
2: but I hear great
1: okay. things. I heard. About it.
2: I watched a little bit with you, Ryan, but I haven't never watched it either. That's
3: that's that because Boardwalk in a- Empire
0: and uh, Peaky Blinders are. Everybody keeps telling me I should probably pick that. up those, yeah. those those one of those two shows. And that'll probably be next, because I already picked up one show, so I can only do one show at a time. I can't do multiple shows, because I, I lose track of shit. <laughs> yeah, track.
2: Peaky Blinders I heard was dope. Yeah, and yeah.
0: Boardwalk Empire, I hear, I hear nothing but great things about it. it so, and it was
3: bad, but Game of Thrones reached a whole other level of uh, popularity that Boardwalk Empire didn't, or The Wire didn't. It, uh, Both of those are considered cult classics, if you will. But Game of Thrones was actual... Cultural phenomenon on the vein of Stranger Things,
2: and I think too. I guess I could go back and watch The Wire because I was, I was ten years younger than I am now, and I still have a hard time with pacing. You know what I mean? like I, I, I'm like a hummingbird. I move quick. You know what I mean? Like if it's not enough to keep me intrigued and I have to really sit there and not be on my phone, it's not enough to keep me intrigued. I lose concentration and then I'm out of it. Then I'm lost. Game of Thrones did that to me where I was like, all right, I got it. I got it. I'm sitting here watching and all of a sudden, Wait a minute. I'm lost. I look away. Did something. Now I'm lost. I got to go back. <laughs> I got to rewind it. Somebody come over, mess it all up. Now we're watching something else. Now I can't. I, I feel like I didn't miss anything. I go back and watch it. I feel like Stranger Things has got a pace that keeps me, and I'm not saying it's the best show of all time, just my favorite, but this pacing in Stranger Thing keeps me in, engaged with them, you know, like I feel like I'm always on pace with them, and the other shows that, that I like have that same pacing that I like. The Game of Thrones and the Wire. I probably could go back and watch that and see how I feel now when I remember was the same thing. I was just the pacing was not fast enough for me, and I was just getting lost in it. Uh, and then if I missed one episode, I felt like I was completely lost. You know, it is so. a, it
0: is a slow build, but it does pay off. It does pay off in a lot of endings and and a lot of the endings on to a lot of those storylines. It, it just like like sometimes people don't like the way. To, like you ever yeah. watched the show the um, the Night of? A lot of people didn't like how mm. that show ended because they, a lot of people need like a happy ending. like Everything <laughs> works how they tie a bow on it. But sometimes life doesn't always give you a happy ending. You have to accept like how things really can happen. Right. It doesn't always have to be like they, they walk off into the sunset or he finally got his redemption mm. and revenge and the bad guy gets his comeuppance. It doesn't always work out like that. Yeah. Sometimes they just need that that. That reality-based show that actually shows you like this can actually happen. It's not right. like far-fetched and like in power, and the, where they kind of the, jump the shark the, and it looks not really realistic. The wire it seems
2: does. real because it's very. I feel real. like Baltimore is like that, and that's one of the worst places to live in the country. So I feel like that's that's real, and it's more like a what's the word I'm looking for? Like a biography of of the Baltimore area. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I had this guy as a new kid to work with. Had to train today, and he was like, "What's your favorite shows?" And I told him about the podcast. And he was like, "I asked him what's his favorite show." He was like, "Yeah, Breaking Bad's my favorite show." You know what I mean? So it's not just, alone. Yeah, he's, a lot of people he's, like. And he's he definitely said, not alone. He said Breaking Bad, but has stranger, he ever watched The Wire? He didn't. He's young. He's like eighteen. White 19, guy. A white guy. Of course. He said Breaking Bad and Sons of Anarchy were his two favorite shows. Oh my lord! Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Oh. I never. I watched a little bit of that. I feel like women like that more than men. I feel like because
3: the motorcycle guys and the blonde hair dude that's pretty popular in the show that everybody likes. Well, most people uh, want to admit it, but I do think one of the turnoffs for white audiences is just <coughs> a predominantly black cast because mm. we were having conversations leading up to the show, and you yeah. were and you were talking about the popularity of Stranger Things, Sean. But I guarantee if you've done any uh, analysis of the critical evaluation, all the anytime you Google. Best TV shows of all time, I guarantee you saw The Wire on that list. It is, it is, it, 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 it at, is the best. Anybody who's doing show a critical ever. analysis of all the best TV shows, The Wire is on that list. Even if it's not the most watched, that's the point I was trying to make in our back and forth we've been having. But that's, but that's a, a lot with a lot of pop culture. We, I think all three of us love John Carpenter's The Thing. Yes, back in, but that movie flopped.
1: Mm.
3: It wasn't considered a classic when it came out, except for the people that went bonkers over it I, when they saw it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that, that happens sometimes. <clears throat> so yeah. that's why I was just trying to say popularity is not the ultimate judge of quality. And uh, in a lot of cases, the stuff that are pop culture phenomenons, it's considered pretty good by the general public, but not, it's, it's not always just a uh, clear indicator of what's the best because only the individual can decide that.
2: Yeah, and that, that's that's all I'm saying. I, I, I mean, I was taking digs at y'all just to be ir- irritable, but I really didn't hate it. I just didn't think it was my favorite. And that's just saying that I can go back and probably try to watch The wires of almost 38-year-old person and maybe I might feel different. The Game of Thrones, I know I'm not going to lie. I just, it's just the pacing. Like, and somebody, the dude was like, do you like Lord of the Rings? And then I was like, yeah, anybody we talked about Game of Thrones? He was like, well, they're kind of similar, right? I'm like, yeah, kind of. And he was like, yeah, I definitely like Lord of the Rings better, but the Game of Thrones is a little slower. And I'm like, I just can't. Focus on it. You know, maybe if you pin me down and put me in a room with no windows and no phone, maybe I can get into it more. But it's just the pacing for me. There was was only one
3: season, I would say that, and it ended up with uh, a minor being burned at the stake where it just seemed like one terrible thing kept happening after another. But even I was like, this is still good, but it's just just depressing. Yeah. You've only got – I don't understand how you can – from somebody who's seen the first four episodes of Stranger Things and the first four episodes of Game of Thrones, because I I got into Game of Thrones and it was probably three or four episodes in, I was hearing this is a good show to watch, but I wasn't hearing anything about it. this is the best TV show of all time. Because I hopped in before the first season was over, yeah. I was just a, but I was in when I saw that kid get pushed off the ledge. I was like, okay, I gotta see what the next episode of this is. I when I was starting off Stranger Things. I did not, I was just like, it was good, but I? do I have to see the next episode right now, I have to know what happens next, I didn't get that, and that's not, I, I respect the slow build, and maybe this, the second half of this first season, and second and third season, will absolutely knock my socks off, I'm just saying, initial reaction, the Game of Thrones of Wire, it took me one episode, I was like, okay, I see, I see why you guys are excited, and it surpassed expectations after that so if there's one recommendation that you take from me all year long those two shows are at least worth watching the first season you i, I just like i'm gonna trudge through stranger things and maybe i'll become a biggest biggest fan as you guys are but you owe it to yourself to give game of thrones in the wire at least a watch to the first season with full attention, because the, the small attentions, the detail do pay off. Yeah, you not taking a break to make a ham sandwich and missing a scene—that's <laughs> that, gonna pay off for you. Game of Thrones and The Wire have consistently done that. Uh, but um, yeah, just to keep the show going, JFK freaking rocks. John Williams, you rock. That was an underrated score. Give that a chance. Oliver Stone—that was one of the best movies ever made. I hated the movie Savages about the uh, two guys growing weed and banging the same girl. That I ha- was a little bit weird, but it wasn't as bad. It was bad. I-, I hated that movie. Josh Brolin is George W. Bush and W. Terrible. And you really? caught call- you, you. Oh, call- hold on, hold you-
0: on, now. hold on, now. You need to moonwalk <laughs> out of
3: this shit right now. Hold on, now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was in that post Saving Private Ryan. I'm gonna make every movie gritty with the shaky cam crap. And I didn't. I didn't need to see Josh Brolin smoking a cigarette while it sh the camera shaking left and right i i, I couldn't stand it, it was, right. it, was it, wasn't,
0: it wasn't perfect but it was I, I still thought it was a good movie we savages went... wasn't wasn't bad anytime i see benicio del toro i'm going to give the movie a pass that's just automatically what i do because i always give at least one or two actors grace because i think they're one of the best actors on the planet he is. benicio del toro whenever i see him like he's he's he can make like a disney comedy right yeah. now and i will still go out and watch it because it's just him that's just I don't me. blame him. He's awesome. John Tavolta, He did an all right job into the movie. It's nice to see him actually back in like big budget movies back then when he was still doing them before he started doing all these, you know, made for you know, red box movies that he's been doing lately. I still
3: thought it was still pretty good. But
0: that's just me. That's just my opinion. I'm going to defend it.
3: Um, there was a uh, he had a great scene. You ever see that movie? That black white movie, Sin City, um, mm-hmm. like yeah. a comic book movie. He had a scene where he was a cop ended up getting um, killed. And he was he was a dead body riding inside of uh, Clive Owen's car. <laughs> he was he had his throat slit and he was pretty much the, he was pretty much um, hallucinating. He was great in that. But what's the what's the girl, what's the actress in that in Sin City? And Jessica Alba. She was in that. There's a black girl. She plays that uh, Rosario Dawson. There we go, Rosario Dawson. She is naked. In a movie called Alexander by Alexander the Great, starring Colin Farrell. Titties out
0: and all. I don't care. That movie is still is so one bad. One of I would, the I would, worst movies
3: it. of all time. One of the absolute worst movies of all time. I hear time. people knocking it just because his accent was just all over the place. It, it, it That's sounded... the least of it. Its, it's trouble. No, you you, you want to talk you, about a scatterbrain movie? Alexander was terrible. So he's his—he's not flawless, but if you made Natural Born Killers, Wall Street, The Doors with Val Kemmer. Jim Morrison, born on the Fourth of July, Nixon, any given Sunday, and JFK. Uh, you're a legend. So shout out to you, Oliver Stone. Hope you clear up your drug habit. Uh, you gave the world some classics. I appreciate you, man. Okay.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Like I said, some some directors they get passes for some of the movies that they do, and it's just you have to give them some grace. Every once in a while, they'll just they'll strike out. They can't hit a well, home yeah. run every time. It's so impossible. People every once in a while and hell even if you get like a Marvel movie that's like an inside the park home run pretty much you, dead you, serious you just pretty much just get a guaranteed win on under your belt not like Ryan Coogler, because he deserved that because he's a great director and he made an amazing movie with Black Panther. Yeah. I mm. cannot wait for the second one to come out this year. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm scared kinda of this. I'm yeah. still kinda iffy that they haven't even shown any footage right. yeah. of it yet. The, I'm, the I'm
2: dying I saw to find out. was her uh, what's the girl name? Her sister? Oh, um Sir
3: Siri or Siri. Siri? Yeah. Well that's yeah. a fan man. That's not they've, okay. they've, they haven't released any Official Dude, marketing, me. yeah, it's
2: making me nervous. I don't. Know Nobody what about... knows what, what this is. Yeah. This be. is
0: the best well kept secret ever. They Right. Have, ever since Chadwick, you know, passed, it's almost like anything that they can probably see show about the movie, I don't feel that like they can show now because it'll give away somewhat yeah. of the storyline. Right.
3: Yeah. Just remember that the first Black Panther was one of the biggest box office phenomenons of all time. Oh yeah. Um, Everybody and, was Wakanda forever. Oh yeah. And it came out the same year as the first solo uh holland spider-man movie tom holland's got three spider-man movies in his belt um we only got one black panther that's the the dark side of the movie industry unfortunately how life can be unfair we deserve three black panther movies directed by ryan coogler starring chadwick bozeman but we we I'm, i'm thankful that we got the one we did we were lucky to get that yeah yeah, forever and Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman
0: right there. Oh, yeah. yeah that's that's going to be sad when yes. I go. More I'm not prepared not to go into same. a movie theater and start crying, man. Yeah. I can't do that, man. It was bad enough like when he passed, and I feel like the whole world was like, Trying to devastated, catch their breath, yeah. devastated. Like it, one, it was one of those devs, like where the cinema world was so devastated by it. And it was this. Oh, it's gonna be a tough ass day when I go see that movie and I see like a tribute to him at the end. Like I'm probably gonna be
3: bawling like a little bitch. I ain't gonna lie. I'm, 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 I'm you got world. me sad right now thinking about it. You I know. Have- I'm
0: just I'm just mentally preparing myself for what's gonna happen because that is gonna be sad. The same way that I was a little bit sad when Heath Ledger passed and I got mm-hmm. to see him as Joker. It was like damn. If he had another chance to do another
3: one, or even a solo movie, it would have mm. been so great. To see, see that. now nah, that was a little bit different, just because he had died before the movie came out, right? So we didn't even know if how great it was going to be. And then once we saw, it, like, damn, this, we got this. But we already knew, walking out there, that's the last time we're going to see that Joker. Most people walking into that movie knew that was the last time we would see this Joker, and it surpassed everybody's expectations that first viewing. Okay. but this yeah different level of sadness here but okay. still sad nonetheless yeah it will be
0: all right about uh standing ovation let's, let's get to you uh
2: sean all what right you, what you got i got one and i'm not sure if we've done him already but if we done have we have if we have we, i'm gonna give him a standing ovation again and it's gonna be my i mm-hmm. think you might have done him but i'm gonna give him ethan hawk i think you might have done him but if not oh well we do him again here. i don't think we have before ethan hawk yeah, man it I, is well deserved oh man because i saw the black phone movie and he, he really did a good job, man. He creeped me out. And uh, this dude's 51 years old. And I first saw him, and I think I first noticed him in training day. I'm sure he made other movies way before that. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I know that he was in The Purge and stuff like that. But I really noticed him in training day. But um, he became more of like, I think I I knew his face. I just didn't know his name. I guess I'll say that. But, man, he did a hell of a job in that that uh, black phone and I feel like this dude is a really, really good actor. He really nailed it as far as being like a kidnapper in this movie. And I, I felt like I can't, I can't, I, you couldn't really tell it was him. You know I mean? Like you couldn't tell that was Ethan Hawke. He was just that creepy. And I just, I, I just was stunned that it was just that good. I enjoyed him in that. And like I said, Training Day, I enjoyed him in that. The Purge, I like, I like that first Purge. Um, I did like that one. <coughs> I like that first. Purge. A lot of people give a, that first one shit. I don't was, know why, but ISO. I
0: thought it was isolation. It was like movie. once yeah. they once they expanded the world, I can kind of see how the first one wasn't quite to your liking after mm-hmm. you see all the other ones. But I thought the first one was
3: uh, was great. It was my favorite. That yeah, one of the best I, premises of all time. My biggest gripe was probably the actual uh, killers themselves, and the people breaking into his house. Yeah, where well, they the, keep the turning most, their
1: head
2: and looking at the camera and stuff. Yeah, outside of this that.
3: movie X with with your boy um, Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi. By far, one of the least intimidating actual killers in a movie history I've ever seen. I hated those. I hated. I hated all the people behind the mask in that first Purge. And the fact yeah. they didn't give us what we were promised because the premise is what sold most people to see it but one I- night. And the sequels. Gave you, they actually gave you what what you wanted. You actually want to see what the outside world gives. Oh, and yeah. The Purge was not actually a bad. No, actually, I would say none of the Purge movies. I've seen all of them. Yeah. None of them are bad, but they are all on the. It was. I right, give it a B minus. Mm-hmm. Solid B. I, I really uh, loved the second one.
0: I uh, thought the second one Which one was big. the second one? <clears> the second one is. <throat> I think that was when. Um, oh, Lord. I remember there was like an old man who, like, um he like uh, sacrificed himself like uh, that wasn't to, to th- give his the, this family the money because they I
3: thought he, that was the third one that was that was the night. old
0: black guy I could have swore that was the I the third yeah. one was like yeah. what uh Melissa tome where they made a prequel to like the very first one that they ever did. Is
2: that the one where they were traveling around in the city and those? Yeah, and it was like those little. Um, those little yeah. That might have been the those second one. Um,
0: those little uh, SWAT trucks, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. Not, like not enough people are Persian. We got to get people going yeah, on this one. That yeah. was uh, actually the prequel, the and, one Melissa told me where they killed okay. her at the end. I don't remember the second one, and then. I remember like the tech. Uh, the fourth one was like the Forever Purge. I think maybe me, you. I think it was that was song last song. summer, right? That was the past summer. Which one had, uh, had the uh,
2: titles? Which one had to the do? They played Bubba Gump. He was on the Rooftop, member. That was the second That's one. That's the second one. Okay, I remember that
0: one now. Yeah, that
2: one was good. Yeah, I, that one was I, nice. I,
0: I remember <laughs> I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought it was going to be. I thought, I thought it was going to be like, uh, they they going to be doing too much. It's just going to be fucking blood and guts everywhere, people going crazy. But it was actually like, no, it was actually a really good storyline. Yeah, I actually wasn't... enjoyed it. <clears throat> No, but yeah, the port the Purge is actually a pretty good series. It's yeah. not kind of like Saul, where no. you know I lost interest after the second one. It's really? not that bad. No, yeah, it's not that bad at all. But you know, the Purge needs more. If they continue to make more Purge movies, I'm not gonna be mad at yeah. it. Yeah, y'all
2: remember um, he played in this movie called Daybreakers. Y'all seen that like a vampire movie?
0: Yeah, hon- that wasn't bad. I remember I had, it. Um, it felt like we saw that. I remember in the It, pretty it pretty had pretty the right one dude from uh, yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah, right.
2: yeah, yeah. He was in that. Day. It was a vampire movie. I, it wasn't the. It wasn't the best movie I ever seen, but it was like a different take on vampires and how they had this this blood shortage and it was I just remember him being in that. Of course he was in Moon Knight. We, he played a nice little villain right, in that, right. so this is back to back villains that he's playing here and I thought that was pretty different of him. He's Usually more of the hero or uh more on the on the on the better side. Um You know
0: I'm, what's an underrated movie of his that I feel like it really didn't get the credit that it absolutely deserved? Have you ever seen the movie Boyhood? All right, that was seen, great. They actually, they filmed actually, it over a
3: twenty year time frame or something like. Yeah, that.
0: Yeah, it was like it was crazy. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that where they actually like made a movie of this kid growing up like in real time. It took mm-hmm. like what, like at least like fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. And they they
3: filmed it bit by bit over time, and then they put it out. I was like, they actually that? filmed the movie as a, as a one person was growing up. Oh, remember? that's dope. Yeah, mm-hmm. And
0: Ethan Hawke played, uh, I believe, his dad. Yep, in that that. That was That was amazing. That was one of the most dope. bold moves I've ever heard of yeah. in cinema history where they're gonna take time to film a movie over like a fifteen year span. The dedication you gotta have to right. make something like that work. Yeah. And I remember it got nominated for a lot of awards. It was like one of the few movies that I actually watched because mm-hmm. I saw it at the Oscars. I was like, man, what the hell is this movie all about, boyhood? It got nominated for damn near anything. Everything. And I watched, I was like, Wow, this movie is incredible. This was a great movie. Damn. Ethan Hawk, he has a good knack he for picking does. like some really good movies. Yeah,
2: he was in your boy, uh, uh, Nicholas Cage, Lord of War. He was in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he played yeah. the FBI agent yep. that was chasing yep. him down. And then Sinister. I really like Sinister. First one, the second one loafed it up pretty bad. That first one, that this black phone feels sinister. Like, kind of got the same feel. to sinister it. Sinister is
3: one of the most underrated horror movies of all. Although
2: time. I don't, I wasn't scared of Sinister. It was good. I wasn't like spooked out by it. But I, I felt like it was a good movie. Oh, still. you're lucky that movie yeah. spooked. The that hell scared out of me. you. That yes. wasn't. That didn't scare me that much. I guess it was really that lawnmower scene. Oh, that's nasty. But this black phone has the same feel as the sinister. Kind of like the same. I don't know. Just that's the same director, right? I mean, it feels the same to me. Uh, um, of
3: sinister one, yeah, yeah,
2: the, the, yeah. He, the second one, wasn't and he good. made
3: Doctor Strange one out. Yeah, it's. Whatever ideas he had for Doctor Strange two, yeah. they said we're not going with you. Wow! But uh, Sinister One is one of the best horror movies ever made. Yeah, right?
2: and they got some of the same actors from Sinister One in this. Some of the same actors. So uh, Ethan Hawke, man, his daughter is in Stranger Things. She's pretty gravy. I like her, man. She's Has my, his daughter in the movie. Yeah, me. I don't, you haven't got to meet her yet, but she's uh, him and you know Uma Thurman. It looks just like both of them, like a splitting image. Mia Hawk is her name. I will
3: say, I was happy yeah. to see the black kid. So like, I was worried in some of the marketing for the season four. Stranger Things, I was like, oh, this black kid's not in any of these previews. They finally showed him in a couple of these. Which days.
2: one? Which black kid? The main boy that oh, be with them? Um Caleb. Caleb? Yeah, yeah. He's a star. I mean, like, he's one of the
3: main. Okay, I was yeah. happy to see. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. yeah. They were showing the season four marketing. He didn't show up in some of these. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ads. But yeah, I was happy to see. Okay. Somebody's still on season one. I was happy to see he's still alive in season four. He has been good so far. Yeah,
2: he's one of my favorite characters. But, yeah, I mean, this Ethan Hawke, man, he did a good job. Get the chance. I'm going to talk about the black phone here. I'm going to give it my my brownie points. But it was a good job. He played a hell of a villain in this one. And uh, it's creepy as shit. It made my hair and my arms stand up. And I thought he nailed that part to me. Uh, I'll let you guys watch it. But it was very creepy and very dark. And uh, Mm -hmm. I just said, man, I'm going to give Ethan Hawke a standing ovation. He has some great other movies, Training Days one of the best movies uh Denzel ever made and, I'm, and I know what you said Tom you thought Ethan Hawke outshined him in I I, Training I think day, he so. absolutely
0: out-acted him in that movie <laughs> no. Denzel, I
2: don't know about that but no. he was good yeah <laughs> I felt
0: like Denzel was just so damn good at playing his part I feel like it starts to overshadow what he was doing in the movie how he was really selling his character being yeah. naive of being manipulated and finally like he had a whole evolution like yeah. throughout an entire day Denzel was just being Denzel, that's kind of like being Jordan, like getting thirty. <laughs> but I feel yeah. like I feel like it was kind of like a how do, All right, I'm gonna go, I'm make another metaphor right here. I feel like Denzel was Jordan, and Ethan Hawke was being Allen Iverson in that movie. Now the only down part is most people forget that Allen Iverson lost that fucking game. Yeah, and Jordan he had just, like thirty six. Worried about the crossover. Yeah, like Jordan was being Jordan, but Allen Iverson he made the moment. Of well, that that crossover being like a a lot bigger than most people try to give it credit for it, like it was a stamp in time. I think that he if I actually look at it and actually dissect it, I feel like he does he did way better of his job being like that supporting actor. Then I thought Denzel was being the lead actor. I think that was the first we ever seen Denzel play that kind of role. Yeah, he was all, he's always been the good guy. Yeah, he's never been a and and bad I, guy. And,
2: that, and the, the King Kong got shit on me was, is iconic, you know what it I mean? Is. So So he would always be underneath that, you know. so But, yeah, he did a good job in that to me. And Everybody I, was good. Yeah.
3: Everybody, I don't think –
2: What's that old girl from? The, uh, Eva Mendes. Yeah, Eva Mendez was in it.
0: Yeah, Eva so, Mendez yeah. is in there. I yeah. uh, feel like yeah, hell. Even Macy Gray had a good part in, in there. Snoop Dogg was in there. I mean, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. What's the guy? Who, Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Crews yeah. Had yep. a part in there. Man, I feel yeah. like there was, I feel like there was somebody else in there that I'm forgetting about. Because <clears throat> it was one of those great movies that had like a lot of good.
3: What's the guy from The Substitute? Remember the remember that? Oh, uh, Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger yeah. was one of the corrupt cops. Okay, sitting yep, at that yep, table. Yep. yeah. That I remember that. Yeah, uh, for sure, for
2: sure. He, yeah. So, everybody um,
3: was good. Uh, that yeah. was your boy's Equalizer director Foucault, no, uh, Antoine Foucault. No, yeah. Not
0: everybody was good. Dr. Dre was kind of. He was still kind of. Yeah, he was in Doctor, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: The guy from Silence with the Lambs, Scott Glenn. He was good. Of the guy that Denzel the, shot in the chest with the, the shotgun. The
2: one Mexican dude is always a bad Mexican character in every Mexican. they really looking <laughs> oh, yeah. for a Mexican uh, oh, yeah. gangbanger or something. He was. And yeah. the guy who usually plays an Arab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guy's yeah.
3: usually the Arab bad guy in movies. Yeah, he, he was, was, he was playing a Mexican. freaking out. He, he that was like the head of the table. That
2: was one of the most intense scenes I've ever seen. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Man, my God.
1: Yeah.
3: Even, the, even this kids getting pulled over for getting... Uh, caught up in a little weed entrapment. thing. Oh, when he, thought he, he was buying was... a dime bag and he yeah. put him over. Or when he was about it, to blow. His... Everybody was great. When he was about to blow his head
2: off in the tub, and he just happened to have that. He had a picture or a phone. Oh, he had, had that a... girl's wallet. Wallet. Yeah, yeah. Say, yeah, from the
0: yeah, yeah. I just thought how how all that came together. It was mm. just like it was like by far one of the most intense. Cinema moments that I've seen, big time, time. Yeah, yeah. big time. Where it was like slowly building up right. into something. He's like, "Hey man, I'm going to the bathroom. I'm going to leave." <laughs> oh, and he's like, "Oh, oh man, like, yeah. hey, let me see your gun, man." Like, yeah, oh he, he, shit, he that got, was intense. He got dumb, gave him his gun. I was like, "Oh fuck," he gave him a gun. They didn't give him his gun back, and it was like, "Oh man, this is so great." I, loved, I love, I love watching that
3: scene. Ethan Hawke was, was so good. Man. I'm telling the truth. I was actually in Indianapolis for the Circle City Classic where the two black colleges play against each other, mm-hmm. staying at a hotel, and that's when I saw Training Day for the first time. And that group of ten black moviegoers, we were all terrified for
1: Ethan Hawk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a great day in American
3: history. Right, right. Ten moviegoers were terrified for a white cop. Yeah, he was in serious trouble. didn't struggle. want him to die.
1: Oh, so he, push he your was shit great. In. Ethan Hawk is
2: great. I Man, that was terrifying. Woo. But yeah, Ethan Hawk for me tonight, fellas did a good job in that black form. We'll talk about that here in a second. Good job. That's mine. Standing ovation for the night, Ethan Hawke. So
0: okay. Well, I'm gonna keep mine really, really quick and really simple because this is mostly an up and coming uh, writer, producer, director in the industry, and she's actually the writer for the movie Emergency that I gave. I and to my started part. that and I got interrupted.
2: I started Damn it, man! Whoever the, interrupted you, man? Yeah, you we shit got. Out. I got to the part where they were walking down a little college. Um, you know, pathway into that. Every college has a little famous common area. Yeah. And they were talking, you know, about what they, what they were trying to do. And the guy with the earring, I, I got to that part, uh, but I did, I, I, we got sidetracked. So I oh, need to that, watch it. That,
0: one of that, what was it like the opening scene when it was in like the, the classroom and the teacher was talking about the N word. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was sitting there looking like, okay, mm-hmm. you got my attention now. Okay. All right. I'm paying attention. Yeah, I'm like, That's yeah. a good way to get my attention from this movie. Right. I was like, all right, man, here we go. Yeah, but he- y'all starting with the shit already. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Uh, no, but I'm going to give my standing ovation this week to a young lady by the name of Katie Davilia. She mm -hmm. is actually the writer of Emergency, and she is a young and -and up-and-coming writer-slash-producer-slash-director, graduated from Princeton University, and apparently she actually won an award for this short Emergency. I guess it won Best Narrative Short at uh, South by Southwest 2018 and also won a special jury award in 2018 at the sundance film festival so yeah it seems like this movie definitely caught a lot of attention from the critics and has been very well received and i want to give her my standing ovation because i am going to highlight her as probably one of the people i'm going to keep a lookout for in the future because i think she is very talented and i think she has something special offered the world so i wanted all to Go out and pay attention to this young lady and uh, give her all the praise and congratulations for this amazing movie that she wrote. I love it. I think it's probably going to be in the top five, even at the end of the year for me. I think it's going to last out that long. I need to watch it again because I watched it once and it was emotionally exhausting for me at the end when Mm -hmm. they finally got to that part. I won't give it away because Sean got halfway through, but the ending, it it, it really draws to your emotions as like a a young black man who's like dealing with certain things like especially when it comes to all this problems that we've been having with the police and how they've been treating us and white privilege all that
2: <laughs> i did see yeah. when she fell on the ground and there were like there was some other people in the room they were like oh hell no we're getting the hell out of here they just took off running yeah you can't be caught with no damn drunk white girl who's oh they, they, on they the grabbed running. a weed yeah. and everything they took off like oh yeah, you
0: know, yeah like nope i am not going to jail yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it, it is great it is funny but it, it is it is ringing true on a lot of the narrative that they're putting out there how it kind of like it's it's reflective on how a lot of us kind of feel about what we would have done in that situation Now I think about it sometimes like would I have done what I've done with the one friend done or what I would have been like yeah we need to leave her here we need to get the hell out of here yeah. because this, this don't look good but you know I, I'll leave that up to y'all on how y'all feel about it if you have a chance to watch it but yeah KD DeVilla, uh you have my standing ovation this week get a, did a great job with this movie and All I'm right. very much looking forward to what you have in the future so
3: thank you very cool. much for that not too many short films make it to a full theatrical release That is true. That is true. uh, You've uh, been, you've been talking about this emergency movie for two or three weeks, and I feel bad for not having seen it. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching it. I make it a priority to watch this uh, before the next uh, couple weeks here. Yeah, forward to that.
0: I'm hoping that y'all y'all enjoyed just even half as much as I enjoyed it because I know I I enjoyed it a lot. I put it in my top five for the year. But if y'all watch it, y'all feel some type way. Let me know because. I don't. I don't mind being like being put because you know I'm still hanging on to malignant, <laughs> and we all know how Sean feels. Don't feel <laughs> bad about that. <laughs> you know I ain't gonna let nobody change my opinion on all this. Right. But I like to see another perspective on this one that we can probably talk about after y'all get to watching it. Maybe we can talk about it next week. I don't know. But I don't want y'all to make a whole plan of all this because you know Stranger Things is coming out this weekend. So <laughs>
3: this weekend, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Friday. Oh I catch yeah, up. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna be busy with that. Okay, I can I, I got to be caught up before y'all's conversation next week. I've got to catch up. Crap, I'm going to miss out on some new releases, but Emergency... I will make time for it. I'll, I'm, you've been talking about that for a while. I have got to make time to see this.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a, another busy weekend. I'm trying to make time to watch the Minions movie, The Rise of Gru, because I am a fan of that yeah, franchise. I, I want to see Black Phone now because Sean said it is pretty damn good. I need to go check it out. It's
3: one of the things I was looking forward to
0: most. Of the yeah. shows here, in your
3: opinion about Black Phone. All right. Yeah, so man. you haven't. So yeah. So Sean's the only one who's seen Black Phone. Sean's yeah. the only
0: one that's seen it. I was waiting for somebody. I was waiting for one of y'all to watch it first and let me know how it was. And well, I, like you
2: said, when you go over that hill and take the arrows, I. Nobody, those arrows didn't hurt. It was pretty good, and yeah, it was it was worth it. He's like, "Yeah, y'all need to come over here." <laughs> Shit. I was like, "It's some uh, greener pastures on this side. this ain't bad." So
0: now somebody would have warned me before I watched a few movies. <laughs> sure, sure. I, I would have been I better over there. Was happy, so oh no, no. well. I am looking forward to that because I am a fan of Ethan Hawke, yeah. and I do want to see a good. I like a good thriller movie, even oh, yeah, though it's it not true. horror. A good thriller, like a mystery some mystery, yeah, something yeah. like that. I, I enjoy those movies very much. So yeah, For I'm sure. going. I'm going to give that a try. All right, let's get to our binge-worthy this week. I'm going to lead off this week because I'm very excited about the one that I found. Uh, it is a, a show that I caught on Hulu. I'm pretty sure it's on ABC. Uh, I forget the link, young lady's name. I, I know I'm going to butcher it. I think it's like uh, Quinta Brunson, something like that. Uh, she's the writer-creator of the show Abbott Elementary on ABC about a group of teachers teaching at an elementary school. Now, it seems very vague and uneventful, but I have to say it is very, very funny and entertaining to watch this show. This has been a great big surprise for me because I think I heard about this uh, on the shop from uh, LeBron, the, the uh, show with LeBron it's James. a great okay, show. Yeah, yeah. And at, at first, I was kind of like eye-rolly at it because I feel like LeBron James, like this is why you stopped winning because <laughs> you out here in a fucking barbershop knowing you ain't got no fucking hairline, man, talking <laughs> about movies and critics and albums and like like lebron sit the fuck down man put your do-rag back on man another dude that won't take his fucking do-rag off whenever he's playing (laughs) like lebron just needs to chill out sometimes but i thought this particular episode of her i think it was a great highlight and spotlight for her to be on the national stage with this because she is very very talented because she is like the creator and the writer of this show and she's also the star of it so i think she might be the next big thing in the in the industry and on the small screen i'm not sure how she's going to translate to actual movies but as far as like being like a writer like director creator that that kind of thing kind of like um she might be the next shonda rhimes it might be her because shonda rhimes got got a great lick with uh gray's anatomy that show's been on for like 15 years and I don't know nobody that watches that shit other no. than my wife a, a lot of
2: women watch it though a lot of women do watch right it's like now. after Patrick I'll Dempsey watch.
0: died it's like what are you doing around here yeah, it's yeah. Like, That's I so- even
2: found myself watching it a couple times I'm like alright I can kind of see what the appealing the appeal is suffer through it until yeah. maybe the, the no. first <laughs> yeah, basically, four yeah. or five yeah. seasons
0: but after that it feels like it's just on there just to be on there kind of like yeah. a soap opera yeah. it just mm-hmm. won't fucking go away it's mm-hmm. just like always there like a net at a barbecue you trying to fan it away but here it goes all up in your face again you can't you can't ignore yeah. it that's how I well, feel we'll be in a me.
3: grave Grey's Anatomy and cockroaches or yeah and cockroaches never going nowhere I know I
0: told my wife Grey's Anatomy is not that great of a show maybe it was just like it started out great and then went to hot garbage I don't know I don't know I'm just not a fan of that but I know Shonda Rhimes I think she has like a lot of other shows I think she even made, did she did she know the one they had a Netflix deal where she got uh, paid like some obscene amount of money to start creating shows over at Netflix. Mm-hmm. I got to look that
3: up. and I could have they gave her like a shitload of money. I would not be surprised. They've been throwing money. Just literally throwing money in the air to anybody who's had even the smallest amount of success. I
0: feel like Ryan Reynolds is starting to get some of that money. I feel like he got like a few movies yeah. over there. And that Kevin Hart. He Adam, Adam Sandler. Like a Adam mm-hmm. Sandler. Yeah, I'm going to give him a break for Hustle. Because Hustle, Hustle was, was great a, I enjoyed movie. Hustle,
3: yeah. I gotta watch that was that a stuff.
0: great movie. I did not expect... That particularly, I, I expected it just to be decent, kind of like, yeah, like you know, yeah, I'm, I'm doing a pretty good job. It was kind of corny, not very realistic, but it was entertaining. But. That was actually like, damn.
2: It was sentimental parts in there. It I was could sentimental. and I, More of Adam Sandler acting and not being just outrageously goofy, but I enjoyed it, like like you said. I did me.
0: not expect him and Quinn Latifah to actually look like a couple. Yeah,
2: they did. They were. They had a little light skin in daughter. Quinn Latifah? Yeah, yeah Quinn Latifah plays his wife, plays in, his in, wife in this yeah. uh, What? Yeah. I
0: know. It threw me off at first, but I was like, damn, this actually look like he, Adam Sandler, he does play ball in real life. So him taking this part, it wasn't like off-putting
1: to
2: mm-hmm. me.
0: It, it, it was a good look. It was a great look. Adam
2: Sandler like he could be just like one of the brothers, like you know, what I mean, like sometimes, you know, what yeah. I mean, like, does that make sense? Like he he fits in with us, you know, like he
0: because yeah, he you know he Jewish, man he yeah. he, he gets it. He <laughs> yeah, gets he, it. Does. he does. He does gets yeah. it. Yeah, because I think Adam Sandler if he just stick to like this type, these type of movies and stop doing all that Jack and Jill, that's my boy kind of bullshit. I know y'all like that's my boy. I do. I I thought it
3: was just cool. That was just I me mean, personally. Mind, but I think a hates, lot of people like Clicked. I absolutely hate it. I hated Click. But I think he, he didn't just like made. Click? So, I didn't think it was, was horrible. Terrible. He mm-hmm. just made
0: so many bad comedies recently. I think he's like diluting his comic a little just bit. Just
2: rolling out of bed making stuff. You know what <coughs> I mean? With no effort. You know, just yeah. Making but the somebody's same gonna him. pay
0: you billions of dollars and make a bullshit movie. Yeah? And you want to turn it down?
2: Oh, Netflix loves him. He can do whatever he wants on Netflix. So
0: no, he making another grown ups. I'm gonna be mad as shit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: David Spade is is praying that you're you're wrong about him that.
2: and um Kevin James that. yeah they, they all need him yeah, <laughs> was yeah
0: what cool. was that dumb shit he made uh,
3: Hughie Halloween or some oh, dumb yeah. shit that was terrible like what the fuck is see this yeah shit? I've noticed I ever watched that it looked bad <laughs> yeah. yeah it
0: was bad and I was absolutely pissed that he brought back um uh, what's the one chick I, she's like she's one of my celebrity crushes uh, Julie Bowen she was on uh, Modern Family she was in like the first Happy Gilmore. Oh yeah 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 oh, she's First gravy. yeah. First lady, only one, only one Jeez. happy Jeez. girl. Okay, yeah. okay.
2: Right, curly hair and that
0: one. Yeah. Oh no, she fine
1: Ooh, yeah. <laughs> she
0: look good. But good on God Almighty, I hate when he put her in that shitty-ass movie. I was like, oh, man, I got to stomach through this nonsense of you being some, like, what the hell is he like? He was like Neighborhood Watch on Halloween, and it had, like, a, <laughs> Kevin James so, with a whole yeah, mullet. Yeah, he was a police officer. Shaquille yeah, O'Neal was yeah. in there just being dumb.
2: Oh, he likes God. to put Shaq in. He put Shaq in, an, um, ever seen Blended? He put Shaq in that, too. And he, Blended, he, Blended. Uh, when uh, him and Drew Barrymore, another him and another Drew Barrymore project, oh. Where um, I complete they go to Africa as a family, two different families. Okay, and, I remember. Yeah, that. And Shaq, I, don't, Shaq, I don't remember that movie at Shaq, all. Him and Shaq worked at Dick's and Shaq was a damn dick associate. Associate, and it was just stupid. That it's sounds funny. hilarious. It's not. It. It's funny it's, to me. That yeah. should be hilarious. <laughs> it's real funny. It sounds like <laughs> Shaq <laughs> just being himself. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is hilarious. He's yeah. always teasing so. Adam Sandler for dating the fat girls. It's, uh, <laughs> it was funny. It was funny, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, but, uh, <laughs> you know, Shaq working at Dicks. That yeah. sounds great. It's big as hell. Uh, man. Oh Lord. yeah,
0: oh, but yeah, bench worthy for me this week is gonna be uh Abbott Elementary. I think you guys will greatly enjoy this show. It's a good family show. It's a gives you great insight a little bit on how you might see the lives of teachers mm-hmm. or what they've been going through like these past few years, like covid and uh putting up with badass kids and no budget. It 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 reminds me a lot of what I look back on on elementary, like, man, these teachers really struggle with our badasses, man. We was we was in shit
1: mm-hmm. like
0: growing up, like like traumatizing teachers, like have y'all ever been one of those kids that like fuck with the substitute
2: oh yeah we killed the substitutes
0: oh man when i we, feel so bad watching i don't this. know
2: how they ever made it especially in high school we we knew it was act up time at that point we we're gonna act a fool and so he didn't know where we sat we do we had other people from other classes in the class and we know they ain't supposed to be in there people bringing food in there they were just happy to get the day over at that point like just do what the fuck y'all won't leave me alone so oh,
3: man, Yeah, I, I came from educational, but I always did feel bad for
2: them. I did too. I was like, God, we tearing this dude to pieces.
0: I remember we did I don't oh, I'm not gonna say we, I'm gonna keep my hands clean on this one. But I remember <laughs> we was at Southside and we had like a substitute like English teacher and she was like a heavy set chick. And yeah. I remember I couldn't remember who was roasting her, man. Maybe it was Dion, I think maybe yeah, it was I'm Bernard saying, oh, or somebody. God, yeah. But I remember they was we was all like all cracking up, and she got so pissed that we was all laughing. I remember like who whoever got kicked out, like he walked out. He's like, "Hey y'all, y'all supersize your homework." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" We couldn't stop laughing. Oh, I was like, "Man, <laughs> we were so terrible oh, to I these damn you know. teachers, man." I cannot believe they put on every once answers.
2: in a while a substitute would come in there and lay down the law. Like, I'm not playing none of this shit. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like it'd be like a especially if it was like a black substitute. That was the only one we would probably respect. Like a big black dude you don't know what I mean? oh shit we better sit our ass down but uh, a <laughs> little goofy white dude with glasses he's about to get disgraced you know what i mean like as soon as we come in there he is Ooh, he's praying i kind of you know stood out there I
3: was a substitute way. teacher in one of my south side classes when 9-11 happened um because he was there for like two or three days and on the second or third day he walked through that door saying this is serious guys this little young dude in his early 20s this is serious guys world trade center has just been attacked even he felt like he was in over his head at that point. Yeah. I was telling him, we had a substitute teacher that day. Wow. Oh, oh, what class was that?
2: I, don't know. I had a split lunch. I remember that. I remember we went to lunch and came back and saw that. Like,
0: I remember I was at lunch when first yeah, happened. They yeah. start, they I started running through the campus. She was like, "Yeah, hey, y'all." They crashed into the buildings. I am like, hey, "We're what juniors." Yeah, like what? To what? Be honest, you honest with about? you, I didn't
2: know what the hell they were talking about. The twin towers? What the fuck y'all talking about? Tim Duncan and David Robinson? Yeah, and yeah. Like what the hell are y'all talking about? Like I didn't know what the hell the twin towers were. That's so. kind of. <laughs>
3: one okay. of those, I would say yeah that's one of the, that it's might, that so might be pop culture in <laughs> he's like David Robinson got hit <laughs> yeah.
1: that is a tragedy I, yeah. yeah
2: I really didn't know until they showed me I had seen them but I didn't know that's what they I didn't know what the hell they were talking about I didn't know it. We. I felt like we saw it live though did you guys
3: watch it we, we, have- saw, we saw the second one I, yeah,
0: yeah. I remember it first happened at lunch that's when people started yeah. running around and yeah. then I then I think we got back to class and the teacher actually like brought a TV into
1: yeah.
2: the
0: Classroom and let us watch. It's like, why are you letting us watch this shit? This is scary. We didn't know the severity
2: until the teacher started calling her. We had a Miss, I had Miss Verdine. We had French class or Spanish one of them. She was one of the foreign language teachers, and she started calling her daughter. She said her daughter worked in the Twin Towers. Man, and that's when we saw the severity of it. Like, okay, this is no joke. Everybody, shut up. Then you know what I mean. And her daughter answers that, "Yeah, I didn't go to work today." What ironic, you know? How I never forget that. The rest of my life, I'll never forget that. You know, so. That was crazy I remember the exact conversation She ran out of the classroom She was crying and everything She was so scared And it was just like I, I remember they let us Did they let us go home? I feel like we went home No We, we, we didn't go home? Uh,
3: we stayed there But uh, we watched the every day because really? I left for
0: half of the day. I remember when I got back there. I got to Amphis. They were yeah. still on the TV. I was like, man, yeah. we got to stop watching this. What is wrong
2: with you?
3: They something. let us watch it the rest of the week. Every yeah. class, we were watching the news. It was a big deal. We you thought we remember, were
0: in World War III. Yeah. You the know, like TV coming into your room? yeah. The was Dope. <laughs> yeah. We, I remember we watched that in
2: fifth grade. Like, that was a we good time. Yeah. 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 That was a celebration. All the white people were mad on the bloodshed. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Jesus Christ. It's a moment in history. Teachers were
0: pissed. All right. We better move on
2: before we bring up
0: some PTSD for a lot of people out there. It's like,
3: oh, I remember old jails.
0: We're still. My
3: life. I can't, that
2: was just, people were hey, hugging. Hey, each other we excited. needed that off of Rodney King. We needed that. Whatever like, we lost to Rodney King, we like, needed. Damn, them. we let the juice get away.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we just, I think that was redemption for Rodney King. I, I really think so. That was a small part of it. Yeah, man, we were, that, it was,
0: that was really fucked up. Man. Yeah. I was like, like, yeah, man. Like, like All, they, 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 they really got. They come up. It's on that OJ thing. That's they, one of the best things I've ever off.
2: seen. Was that documentary on OJ? That shit was dope. Remember? Oh yeah, that was great. That was, that was real dope. I, I honestly think he did it, but there's no doubt in my mind he did it, to be honest with you. But, hey, he got away. You know? But,
3: yeah, we were young, and I wasn't watching following Me, the Me neither. I didn't care. My dad t-
2: them, was religiously watching. That's all we watched when I got home. I'm like, come on, man. I don't watch OJ no more. Please. Yeah. You know, I, watch yeah. this. This is inf- this is stuff you need to be watching. You know, I'm like, man, I not want to watch damn OJ
3: trials on every damn channel. You know, so... Live broadcast, yeah,
1: murder trial, Yep, yep.
3: I know that was. Cool. That was revolutionary, and a, a, a slow speed chase. Oh my god! We grew up in in the cops era. We used to seeing cops getting their tires spiked and people getting their ass whooped. Or watching OJ chase For five hours <laughs> straight That was insane Yeah Yeah. That yeah, was, it was a insane a big deal though It was a big deal. Yeah I didn't Yeah just because I didn't think he would be He was such a likable guy He was I, I thought he was innocent I used to like the Naked Gun movies and I'm like, oh, I know What
0: yeah. the fuck They're, you doing OJ Ever since then I was like man Like we gotta stay away From Broncos <laughs> We can't go We can't watch The different Broncos <laughs> <laughs> Like I don't want no Yo, juice I don't no. want nothing <laughs> yeah, <it's good. laughs> He's like OJ is not Affiliated with us Any damn more I feel right. bad watching Naked Gun Movies, even though they were so damn good, <laughs> he's hilarious. What
2: though. was the Naked Gun where Leslie Nielsen went to prison? The third, the one. third one,
0: that one
2: I saw that a million times. Yeah, I feel like is hilarious. that the
0: one where OJ was stuck underneath the van? Is that, trying to put on yeah. the, like a tracker or something like
2: that? I remember him pushing him down some football stairs, and he always <sighs> that yeah. was the first. That it was, was the that was a, first was one. A, okay. a baseball okay. game? Oh, baseball. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, the third
3: one, they ended up at the Oscars at the end. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And they they made fun of Jurassic Park. Called a geriatric park or something like that, or something. Yeah, like that. So, yeah I, mean, I bet Ryan loved that shit. Oh, yeah, he probably got pissed through his phone. Oh, he ain't have no phone to throw at that time. but <laughs> no. um, Throw a wall phone. <laughs> <for him. laughs> Pop back. Throw so my was. Sega Genesis. <laughs> Y'all remember when he played Dracula when he was uh, Leslie Nilsson? Yeah, he was Dracula? Dracula, yeah. I yeah. love it. <laughs> Leslie Nilsson was funny, man. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was one of the
0: greatest. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, damn, if I. Lord, uh, just feet, this with that on my mind, I believe it's uh Mel Brooks birthday today. Oh, really? legend, absolute legend, man. So shout out to you mm-hmm. and all the great memories that you've given me over the years, mm-hmm. man. Blazing Saddles and a uh, Spaceballs is still one of the best movies ever made to me. <sighs> oh, man. You I cannot remember, top space My kids watched that And it was cracking ribs That's movies. what I love I love when my kids Go back to watch Old stuff that I enjoy And they watch it too And they're like Damn dad This really was good I remember my brother renting Spaceballs
2: And Attack of the Killer Clowns We watched both Yeah, yeah you, you <laughs> bring a out. weird one yeah, yeah. yeah My brother was, was Two funny all ass issues. movies Killer I thought clowns. it was funny I wasn't scared of the clowns
0: At that Killer point Killer Clowns from Outer Space Is one of the worst movies ever Yeah,
1: Killer
2: clowns. No, yeah. no No
0: I hate that movie It makes what? me mad That it was actually It's oh. so goofy It's funny to no. me Man, like as soon they start shooting the cotton candy, they start getting a little silly straw. Yeah. I was scared to death watching that. Movie I can see of... how that
3: scares you. Yeah, it's like man, it I was creepy. And I, I was never terrified of that. I wasn't terrified. It either, was man. creepy, and I enjoyed. I, I remember laughing my ass. I was. I knew it was supposed to be a comedy. No, yeah, I, yeah not... I knew it wasn't taking. I couldn't serious. go to a circus
0: ever again, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Shrine Circus, yeah. kiss my ass. <laughs> the Universal Circus, man, y'all can kiss my ass too. Any kind of circus in town, you I, a, I hate
2: you. You've been ever see a tent out and when you camping a <laughs> damn big ass circus tent. That, you been that, not that going down for every
0: time I look at cotton candy, I feel <laughs> a type of way. I don't even. I didn't. I didn't. I, didn't I, never, I never even drank from a silly straw ever since then because it freaked me out. <laughs> the hell? I Man, hate clowns I can I see how clowns. that's
2: scary Yeah clowns are, can be
0: scary There's I feel no... like I can punch a clown right now And I'll get away with it legally Yeah
2: <laughs> What if you went home And a clown was standing on your porch Oh uh, my god <laughs> That's a, that's a dead ass
0: clown <laughs> The <laughs> fuck you doing here <laughs> I'm going to shoot your ass and call 911 on my damn self. I'm like, hold on, man. Y'all yeah. got to get over here. I'm, I'm under duress. <laughs> I think he's still moving. I'm going I'm to give him a kick. <laughs>
2: that's an actual fear. People are scared of clowns. That's an actual big fear. Phobia. Yeah. yeah, that's a really big phobia. phobia. Shout yeah. out
3: to Sean for actually making me laugh the hardest this year. My, my biggest phobia is snakes. I'm not a snake guy. What okay. Sean showed me that YouTube video of those swamp hunts. Oh yeah, yeah. And that guy chasing pythons. Oh my! <laughs> I Lord. gotta watch that. I gotta see. You made that sound yeah. like the funniest show ever. This, I mean, this guy. When you actually see the footage, this guy looks like he should be not scared of anything. Yeah. It, both him and his son are big as hell. They look like they've actually ripped an alligator's mouth in half with their bare hands. But he is terrified of pythons.
1: <laughs> 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 Every time. <laughs>
3: A <laughs> he was That's a hoot. <laughs>
1: He's
2: telling the son to get him. Get him. What? Jumping straight up in there.
1: Gonna... <laughs> oh,
2: damn, man. You're terrified of these snakes. He's big as hell. I He's got, got, got big as hell scared of these snakes. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs>
3: I got to watch this show, man. <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah. Oh, that was, uh, that was great. That, oh. that, that was... You undersold it, Sean. You oh, undersold man. It out I for- couldn't.
2: I was like, I gotta show. I'll send it to you, Tommy. Cause I got it. I had to show you, Ryan, because you would understand more than. The- oh, my God. That would have- I broke out and I was crying laughing at this dude. And, it- and he has plenty more of those. Like He'd be scared before they get there. He's like, oh, man. Who I'm going to be with? you going to go out there with Chase? Oh, man. And as soon as he stepped out the car, oh!
1: <laughs> Scared as hell. So,
3: yep. Understandable. Those big ass Those snakes, snakes are, are big them. as hell. <laughs> he don't mean doing <laughs> anything but complaining and screaming. I don't Oh, man. Him.
1: <laughs>
2: get him! Get him! This dude yeah, I'll a... get the tail. Yeah. Get <laughs> the <Good man. laughs> I'll get the 10. Hell yeah. You're supposed to be the... He's supposed to be the best one. He's scared
0: of the
1: motherfucker.
0: I absolutely got to watch this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that
0: sounds like... Sounds better than any comedy I've ever seen. It's awesome. it
2: is. It I, is. I like
0: watching people get scared of stuff. Especially um, when you say they got accents. Oh,
2: they got deep southern <laughs> Louisiana, Florida accents and his ass is supposed to be the... He's a the swamp man. He's the, That's why they called him in And this, but he don't deal with snakes. He, he cuts uh, alligators. So these snakes are just, they're quick and they're always jumping at him and he just be screaming his ass off. So, oh man, they gotta get him out of there. He's
3: not a snake fan at, at all. all. He's gonna
2: get bit <laughs> fucking around. He, well, they not because this motherfucker's always in the back screaming. So, <laughs> he let them do all the work. Grab the head, hell no, i
1: tell. Hey! <laughs> oh man. Uh, Oh, that
3: was, that was hilarious! <laughs> oh man, I was not ready for that. Uh, in, in fact, I could laugh so hard at something I'm terrified of. Yeah, because that, be you, under-
2: you can understand the fear.
3: Yeah, I'd rather be a grave digger. Yeah, than, than this do that. Seventeen job. foot
2: Gee, python. They're trying to grab it with their hands like they're tough. You know, he, <laughs> he hides no. Sh- he has no shame. And he's scared as fuck. So, oh man, where <laughs> the fuck we at? We lost here. Uh <laughs>
3: Abbott Elementary, I'm glad you recommended that yeah. I've actually been spending the last year dropping a 7 year old off to <laughs> actually Abbott Elementary so that show was on my radar yeah. just because of that I'm remember that. i yeah. happy to hear it's good because that was a show I was wondering I was waiting to talk to somebody who's actually seen it so I'm glad uh, that that's actually worth it because yeah, uh, at least five of my favorite family members who I look up to as role models they worked in the educational uh, industry including my mom who was a teacher and principal. So, uh, I'm glad to hear a... Uh, oh, mother, there's a moth here.
1: You sound like one of the swine. Sorry. about
3: that. Yeah, sorry, I took my car. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, I'm glad to find to Spiney's scene at elementary. It scared the shit out of me. I almost <laughs> got
1: on the road. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You should your face. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. oh, fuck, my ribs hurt. Oh, oh this God, has been a on. funny night.
0: <laughs> oh, shit, y'all on fire
2: tonight. We have <laughs> oh, talking man. about John Williams yet. Damn oh, up. man, we got a ways to go here. Um, My binge was was uh, just catching up on Stranger Things this week. It's the new episode, I hadn't watched any binge things this weekend. But Stranger Things, the rest of the season comes out uh, Friday night or Friday. So, Got that to look forward to. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. So. I feel like
0: I need to rewatch the first part. I feel like there's going to be a lot of Easter eggs in there that yeah. I kind of missed because they're blending like this one with the next one. It's kind of like, kind of like how they did. Like I feel like they did this like the Matrix. Like they filmed back to back and they just split yeah. it up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because a two-hour finale on a season—that's right. crazy, right there. I don't know if I get. I'm, that's like watching a movie.
3: That's pretty sweet. Yeah.
2: I'm just. I'm so scared to watch it because I know I'm gonna be. It's gonna be a long time before. How many episodes it. is it? It's just two. Just two and they just broke them down into movies. One hour, one of them was one hour and forty minutes and the other one's two hours and forty Damn, minutes. See, it didn't so, pan out,
3: but that was a lot of the buzz leading into that final season of Game of Thrones. A lot of people were speculating that each eight uh eight episodes of that final season were gonna be two hour long a piece, which was not the case. I think the last episode was like an hour and a half, and they wasted that entire last half hour, mind you.
0: But it was by far the most boring. Season finale episode I've ever seen in my life. No, not by a long shot. No, I hated it. Game of Thrones I was rolling my eyes. I was like, oh man, here they go. Not
3: like, by a long
0: shot. It was like, man, maybe we should let the people vote. It was, they was like, <laughs> I'm like, bitch, come on. He had a good idea. Why y'all going to do him like that? It
3: was bad. And a couple of my favorite characters survived to the end, but I felt that was the equivalent of seeing Kylo Ren and Ray kiss. That was strictly fan service. For people that who wanted that i didn't i didn't want that
0: like kyle Ren was a bad guy and all of a sudden he became redeemable that was after one he of the things Han solo yeah, yeah I didn't killed like Han, that. that was awful
3: and attempted to kill his mom all of a sudden like i said that was the equivalent of all right, batman on, versus superman
0: you can't tell me charlie Theron ain't
3: fine as hell in this she game. always she is. is fine Jesus. as card. long as she, it's they're not deliberately trying to make her look despicable in a movie she can't help it she is fucking fine
0: she She's like Michelle Yeoh fine, yeah. like Asian wonderfully.
3: And for and- all the listeners, we're watching Doctor Strange 2 in the background, and I got to voice my extreme displeasure with one of my favorite scenes in the movie was this last shot when the third eye popped up, and they absolutely destroyed it by having a cameo with one of my favorite actresses. I can't tell you how conflicted I was seeing this. This is only my, I guess this is one and a half viewings. Cause I've been watching since I, came. I saw it one time in the theater, slightly disappointed. But sitting here, it hasn't gotten any better. Just I don't feel like I was off with my reaction. Just watching this in the background, but I can't tell you my displeasure at this point, moment right now in the theater as I was seeing this the second week it was out. When I said, "Oh man, that was crazy ending. That was one of the best parts of the movie." Then thirty seconds later, oh, all cleared up. And we got Charlie there on here, so we really got some. You like her, right? Bring her, yeah. yeah. All that mystery's gone in thirty seconds. That was that I was disappointed. I always
0: felt like Marvel and DC always like in like a little rat race of who who's going to be the biggest star they can get in their franchise. I feel like Marvel just. They just get all the good picks on all the great actors they can get into their Marvel Universe. Like, getting Charlie Saron was a big win for them. Kind of like I felt like getting The Rock was a big win for DC because I thought for sure he was going to stay away from like Mm. comic book movies and just make like all his other movies. I thought Jumanji was going to be like his big thing. But no, here he comes. Here he comes again. But, you know, whatever. I just thought there was this... It was a little bit forced. This a little bit? Like, pitting Charlie Saron in this this after credit? Like, maybe they could have sprung that into something else maybe or hell I don't, I don't know i just feel like maybe they're just trying too hard to get big stars and they're just kind of messing up on the storyline just a little bit but you know i digress man it was still a great movie in my on my end but
3: I'm and I, not- I do think we should have a uh this might be a time for a separate discussion but um at one point edward norton was supposed to be the hawk that was the that incredible hawk was the start of the mcu and apparently, it was a good. Movie. I I love. It was way I, better I, than the than uh I Ang thought it was real good than that. Way name. that Eric Banner
0: Ang Lee. Crap. We don't we don't we don't speak that. Was, that, that was <laughs> so. No, that's bad. like Beetlejuice. <clears throat> don't say that shit again. Not on the <laughs> yeah, microphone. No, that was uh-huh. so bad.
3: It that was, movie's awful. I really liked Edward Norton, Incredible Hawk, but apparently his ego, along with Terrence Howard coming off of Iron Man One, is what got them fired from their job because they had ideas to that they were bigger because comic book movies weren't the huge blockbusters they are now these were surprise hits the year the dark knight came out the same year iron man one did and those surpassed a lot everybody's box office expectations and quality expectations
0: well to be fair to terrence howard he was he was on a roll back then i think he was just coming off hustle and flow he had like a he had a pretty good thing going on like he was starting to become like a more of a household name before he got into empire so I understand like his gripe cuz I I heard his side of the story. I know what Marvel side of the story is and plus he's like throw in there like you know Robert Downey got him fired because they didn't have like good working chemistry but I was like uh, uh maybe but if you're going to be Robert Downey I think he played the cars really well because Don Cheeto is a great replacement. That's works, yeah. That yeah. is an upgrade. That is an upgrade. If I've never seen a better upgrade in my <laughs> life. Just like I think Mark Ruffalo was a way better character.
3: For uh, it worked, incredible for, for what they're doing, yes,
0: absolutely. Edward Norton, I don't know if I liked him. Kind of like you have like gripes of like Spider-Man being like a uh, Peter Parker, so uh, back and forth how they can play Peter Parker better, but the Spider-Man was kind of yeah, or vice versa. I just felt like Mark Ruffalo played a ba- a better David Banner. I, I, uh I, I Bruce agreed. Banner. Agree. Sorry, Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agree. I just, I thought he aesthetically he looked a lot better. They would have yeah. did that in the first one, It might have been might played a little bit well. Because you know, I'm finding out not a lot of people are a fan of Edward Norton. Like, like you know, Fight Club is a long time ago in a lot of people's mind. A lot of people kind of figure out he's kind of an asshole. Yeah, I
2: heard he was a big time
3: dick. Yeah, they said about Samuel Jackson too. I don't,
0: that's why I kind of feel bad that they put him in that. Uh, what was it that one uh, spinoff of the Jason Bourne movie, uh, The Bourne uh, Legacy, with uh, Jeremy Renner?
3: He had a small part in that, yeah.
0: Yeah, but yeah, even putting him in that movie, I feel like it kind of kills it a little bit, because once you put attach a name with somebody who isn't very well liked, that's like putting Amber Heard in a movie right now. No,
1: like,
3: hey, it's, no, it's no that you
2: level. saw pictures of her in like, the Goodwill? She was like in a Goodwill. Amber Heard. Somebody. You damn right. She's yeah. shopping at Goodwill. She, it was. I'm not to say anything about the Goodwill, but she was in like. She looked terrible. She looked like she was buying like stuff on clearance, and she's she's seen somebody seeing her. She wasn't trying to hide though, but. Yeah, they took a picture of her and put it on Facebook. She was in a goodwill looking loafing real bad. I feel like so, a pu-
0: I feel like a publicist took that photo of her for and put sure, it out make there. it
2: seem look look bad. You know, so, like
0: honestly, you can put on a mask and yeah, hide yourself. Yeah. You don't have to go out there. Now you're just trying to look all fucking all sympathetic, sad. She got to like, like out, I'm broke as hell.
2: You know how those women wear those big long, long sleeve T shirts that come past their knees and like yeah, those, well, all, yeah, yeah. Man,
0: We all done this when your girlfriend grabbed one of your shirts. Yeah, out the, yeah that's out What the she looks back. like? She like, that's hey, it. I just want to wear your shirt because was exactly right there.
2: Like no makeup, hair in a bun. She just didn't. I mean, I'm. Or this might be a setup, but you're no.
3: banging the hell out of Johnny Depp mm-hmm. and the richest guy in the entire Elon world. Musk, yeah. you cannot be broke. Oh yes, yeah, she if, can If I'm Elon Musk and I'm you're my girl, you are going to be rich. Yeah, yeah but no, I don't think she was considered li- his girl. Yeah, yeah
0: but yeah. she was living off Johnny. Yeah, I, mean, I don't and think just, he
2: ever considered uh, Elon Musk. Just smashed. I don't think he was. Was no, with, her with her. Yeah. It was. Yeah,
0: they were, they yeah, should, yeah, she didn't. She denied it, but yeah, they were dating for a little while. Oh. They were dating for a little while. I know. She got a Tesla or something like that. And she every, got a, <laughs> every
2: day, I would have got a million dollars or something. Like, man, you want this vagina? You're going to have to pay for it, But If I'm Elon much, yeah, a million dollars
0: is your monthly spending money. Right. He yeah. must have figured out very early on, like, hey, this girl is crazy. I need to get this <laughs> <laughs> saying a lot. Yeah. Oh, that Whatever. is saying a
3: lot. Wow.
0: Yeah. Because wow. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're saying that you. <laughs> for her to file her appeal, you got to pay that money that you owe him before you file mm-hmm. that appeal, plus 6% interest.
2: She was probably pissed being with Giant W You broke, motherfucker. God damn it, I'm with you, and fucking <laughs> Elon Musk got $240 billion and you just sitting over here with this Pirate Caribbean shit. You probably hated well, his ass. count your
3: blessings, uh, I know. Jesus Christ.
2: I mean, that's probably a big drop-off. Yeah, drop that's, off like, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah
3: that's, that's a good drop-off, believe yeah. yeah uh, not believe that, I mean, me.
2: I'm sure sure she... You
3: know, used to banging
2: that much, you know, billionaires and millionaires. But. Yeah, I
3: guarantee my next girlfriend will not be Kara Knightley. No. So, no, shout out no. to her for banging no. Jack Sparrow. <laughs> if, it, if it counts for anything. Yeah. You
0: know, I, I hope she finds a way back into the public eye just a little bit because I thought she wasn't like the worst actress in the world. There are definitely uh-huh. some bad actors out there that I wish would go away. She's not one of them per se, other than she just <laughs> seems to be like a shitty human being that can't keep a man. Right. Yeah but you know she's not the only one out here she did it to herself no but she she at the very least she looks very very disillusioned on Mm -hmm. what what her perception is in the world it's just like okay just move on with your life johnny's probably gonna move on probably gonna make like another blockbuster movie get his 30 million paycheck back again like he's gonna be all right you need to figure out how you're gonna you might have to sell like like a you know mary Kay or something like that and get a pink cadillac or something you gotta you gotta make some money girl you got to get out there. You got to break dance on the corner for some change. You got to start, you know, you know, you're selling like you know, candy bars or something. She need to get out and go get her money or find another rich boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Somebody who doesn't know that she's fucking crazy. I'm not sure who the hell doesn't know that she's crazy <laughs> it's at this too late point. Now, but somebody will
2: dip in that again. And I her.
0: think yeah, men are disgusting. Man, we, 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 <laughs> man <laughs> there's <laughs> always going to be somebody out there. that's like, no, nah, she can't be that crazy, man. Nah. I'm going to check her out, man. Make sure she, you know, she cool with me. But nah. next thing you know, you're going to be in court all over again. Girl, going to be getting into your pockets. <laughs> oh Lord. But yeah, I hope y'all move on. Hope y'all have the best life from here on mm-hmm. out. But yeah, I, I'm done with that, <clears throat> that trial and that whole debacle all together. I don't, I don't
3: ever want to talk about that no more. But I actually wish I... them both the best. Yeah, uh, uh, and I, I, was never, I wish
0: I wish Johnny the best because I do feel bad that he got his uh, career sidetracked for a little bit because mm-hmm. I did want to see him finish out Fantastic Beasts and they were going to make another Pirates movie. I was going to watch it. I do enjoy the Pirates movie. I think that is a really good character yeah. for him. I think he plays it very well. And he does seem like he has a really good heart, especially when it comes to him like doing his volunteer work with mm-hmm. the kids at the hospitals. It's almost like, ah, oh, man, a man that does something like that, man, you can't be taking like stuff like that away from him. Disney, come on now, make it right. Yeah. Make like give him a t- get him a TV show and mm-hmm. make that into a TV show. Then we'll watch that shit. Maybe not another movie, but let him get like a little TV show, man. Get a little ch- paycheck, man. And move on with your life, and then y'all can do that Margot Robbie bullshit that y'all. I guarantee to do. you,
3: the least favorite movie of that entire Pirates franchise. And for me, it would be the fourth one. On Stranger Tide. That Str- was the third one. There was one that came out after that where he was in Britain, and he was at one point.
0: No, the third one was at, at World's
3: End. That was the third at one. At World's End. Stranger You're right. Okay, sorry. It You're right. I've seen that one. The no. fourth one was the absolute worst. That movie grossed a billion Yeah, the first
0: one that they had without uh, Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley. Yes. Is that, that
2: the one, one with um, old boy from... Um, uh, That was the movie not Harvey or Bardeen That was the one? fifth one That okay. was the fifth, fifth one, one. Okay That was the fifth one That was the last one he was in yeah. That was the last okay. one That was Don't actually you... all right.
0: well, I enjoyed that, right. that one yeah. It was uh, alright on, yeah, on Stranger Tide It was kind of like oh man, yeah. This is absolutely <laughs> garbage I garbage. can't believe yeah. y'all They actually it.
3: tried to introduce A new uh, Will and whatever His girl's name was, no. yeah. Knight was yeah. It was bad it, they, A mermaid It sucked It was bad you know, they, they tried, but yeah. you know, whatever. All
0: right, man, we we want we want to get into our uh, our John Williams uh, segment. I,
3: bef- I, before we do, this for my binge worthy, have we all seen all six episodes of Obi Wan? Yeah, we, yeah. we, we yeah. have. I, I honestly said.
0: All right, last Sean, to- Just before we go, let's just go around. Just give it a great Ryan. You go last because I get the feeling that right. you're gonna run this all the way to the end of the finish line. I all won't right. do. That.
2: I'll- <laughs> I I I I'll give it. I'm gonna give it three and a half. Brownie points just off the two episodes. That's generous. I get. I'm I, I feel like the last two episodes. I had a guy tell me today that he cried. Why? When Obi Wan so cut. No, he cried out of just joy. He said he never cried in a movie before, but he cried or anything. He's that big of a Star Wars fan. Get a damn. He cried man. when the lightsaber cut Vader's helmet, and he was. He was, Obi-Wan, and he was screaming, and he said he was in tears watching that. He cried during that, but he didn't cry yeah. when Han Solo died? <laughs> he said he cried when, in this part right here, that's the only time he's cried. And he said he cried on that scene. So, he must have, have a huge fan base for this. You know, He I didn't mean? cry
3: when Luke. The Star Wars, of course yeah, they did. Yeah,
2: yeah, and he was saying that, that's all I'm saying, my, my friends at work love it. So if you guys have a different, everybody got their own opinion, but they seem to think this is some of the best shit they've ever seen. Uh, there are so yeah. many now, other younger than us in the Star
0: Wars franchise where mm-hmm. I accept people crying. Yeah. One of them crying is like when you see Luke come back from The Force Awakens. That, that was a good, like, uh, oh, hell yeah moment. It was. Like, uh, uh, I wasn't Princess, crying though. Princess yeah, Leia yeah. dying could be another one. That was sad. That I'll was sad because what, she died in real life and One they had thing to that her off. made me, made my
2: hair and my arm stand up is when Luke is, uh, he kneels on that tree after he defeats the Death Star or whatever. He defeats Vader and whatever. He comes back and he just kneels and then he looks over and he sees Yoda and Anakin. And, uh, right. Yeah, that made me like,
1: woo. Wait a minute. You talking yeah. about
3: Return of the Jedi?
2: Yeah, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. yeah that, that, was that, was a good, that was a good moment. That's a good scene right there. So. That was
0: a good feel-good moment. I, I did enjoy that one. Yeah. Another, I don't, know if it was, I don't know if it was crime, but I feel like either... How would you describe it when you get like so fucking excited? Yeah. It's like a cinema boner. Yeah, that's the only yeah, way I can drive yeah, it. Yeah. Like when Vader showed up at Rogue One at the end. Oh, that was
2: surprising. Yeah, that was huge. That yeah. was like
0: seeing him going to God mode. I'm like, yes. oh my! God. We didn't expect
2: great. it. We didn't expect to even
0: see him when he goes ape shit at the end, yeah. start killing everybody. I was like, all right, that's what I wanted to see. That's why I wanted to see in Obi Wan. I wanted to see some next snaps. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see him have an epic fight with Obi Wan. I wanted to end him. In a very particular way I thought it was still pretty damn good Yeah, Him showing up in Rogue One is still like The biggest <laughs> highlight of Star Wars to me Because that was so fucking unexpected yeah. I did not know that was coming But him and Obi-Wan I thought it was still pretty good Even though I felt like it was very slow paced at the beginning the the child actor that played Leia that sucked stupid I, I don't like to knock kids. so
3: one of the producer's daughters got that
2: role. That it was terrible. Was,
3: it, it, she was so bad. And
2: she was tasked to do stuff too, like go in there and rearrange these wires while I fight all these. I didn't like all that. I, oh yeah, I, I, and
3: princess, like, the grown up princess yeah. Leia sassy, so we're gonna make you extra sassy. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> we know that's what you're. It was yeah. it was way over the top. It, it was an unnecessary. Much. I, was, I feel
2: knows that I didn't like her.
0: I didn't yeah, know. I feel like I think I, I think I said it in the text. If they would have made Obi Wan a movie and made Han Solo a show, I think that would have been better off for Disney
3: and their I Star think Wars that was the I, original
2: plan, wasn't it? To have a three, I thought so. Yeah. It was
3: part of the rumors, and actually, the writer of the Obi Wan movie, which never got made, came out and said that was the plan. They turned his script into a TV series. After Han Solo flopped, he yeah, thought yeah. he was still going to be able to get this, oh, and he had set okay. up as a planned trilogy of movies. But after they saw uh, declining box office re- results post Rogue One, uh, they said, "Okay, we, we might." Because remember, before the Force Awakens came out, Disney f- came out and said to public, "We're releasing <coughs> a new Star Wars movie every year." Fans, once a, you can expect a new. But even before they even knew they had something good to put out there, we're gonna shove something down your throat, and it's backfire because they start giving us crap, and people start responding with their pocketbooks and not paying. Um, they, of course, it's Star Wars, so it made a profit, but the quality was universally um, accepted as being a steady decline. And I
0: feel I like I, Han Solo what was, did a, was you, like the biggest. Bomb. What did you
2: give it, Tommy? Like you're great.
0: Part, I like two out of five okay
2: that's not bad I'm, I'm, not like that I'm
0: only giving it two because of the last two episodes I, I
2: felt like the last two episodes there was the um it was so good for i feel like those were so dope to me even though they weren't i mean the best thing i've ever seen but i feel like they stated enough to give me like a really good passing grade for it so that's why i felt like that was that good to me but i you know what like i had i never understood and i think ryan for this but i didn't understand the culture that is an like, actual culture Of Star Wars you know what I mean like they're really passionate people and apparently the guys at my job they're not much younger than us like 31 32 they like they live it you know I'm they're even bigger fans or as big as fans as we are you know I mean and I tell them what we say sometimes they're like what this song we want is one of the best things I've ever seen you know and I'm like wow it's two different sides of this it's like have you You seen anything else
3: yeah but they love it I've I've tried to have conversations with you because um Part of my uh, interest just dealing with Star Wars fandom is just hearing about how different people were introduced to Star Wars. I told you, my first introduction to Star Wars was the re-releases, the special editions, which a lot of people panned at the time. But I found myself enjoying them. And after I saw uh, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back in the theater as the special editions... I rented the original Return of the Jedi and watched that on VHS before this. So that was me actually sitting down and watching the whole trilogy was 1997. Sean, I'm pretty sure you caught on Star Wars once. The prequels were on DVD. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you really love Revenge of the Sith. I really uh, you, would, you, yeah. you, And you guys like, let me catch up on this. And uh, yeah, you in the falling in love with Star Wars. That's part of my interest with the, the Phantom because people are introduced at different times. Mm-hmm. And I even told you guys that uh, at, a, at a certain extent... I'm just thankful that we're in the era we live in where we have this almost unlimited source of Star Wars content, which a lot of the older fan base never got growing up. They got the original trilogy Mm. from 77 to 83, a whole bunch of toys, a few mediocre video games, and then they finally got some more actual content with The Phantom Menace in 1999. But there's a whole culture that had a 15-year build-up to The Phantom Menace, And all kinds of thoughts in the head. And even me. Seeing that poster for the Phantom Menace. With little Anakin Skywalker. With the shadow of Darth Vader. Was all kinds. The stuff we saw at Rogue One. I thought we were going to see in the prequel trilogy. With Darth Vader being that Darth Vader. So the fact that we pretty much just got. A sliced eye Hayden Christensen. With red eyes. And him only in the Vader suit. For one or two minutes. in, In Revenge of the Sith was a slight disappointment for me. But uh, I'm kind of going to go with Tommy as far as the Obi-Wan series goes. That was about a two at most. Thinking back on it, I really think probably the my favorite episode is probably the first one, thinking about it. I, I really? Was, the best scene in there is with the half-exposed Vader mask. And believe me, um, and having uh, Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader calling out to Obi-Wan with half his mask ripped off, that was one of the best moments in Star Wars, period. You talking about the last episode? The last yeah, episode. Yeah. Yes. That was dope. That was one of the best. And it was
2: kind of changing. His voice was changing as he was half James Earl Jones and it, half him. Yeah, it was
3: yeah. yeah, but that was maybe two minutes of a sixty-minute long episode where the other fifty-eight minutes were complete garbage with Uncle Owen uh, pretty much kicking the main villain of the series ass, and then she turning. It, it was this. It felt like a TV show. It was. It, it felt very <clears throat> amateurish, and the wasted potential on this um, is on the same level as any Star Wars movie where we have our gripes. This should have been a movie. And I'm going to lead this off by saying, Tommy, uh, Sean's voice is appreciation in previous episode for the martial arts um, movies called the raid yeah, and Jones, the raid yeah. 2 have you seen the raid i have the raid not 2? you gotta watch those <laughs> it's great yeah possibly two of the top five action movies ever made raid one the raid two i can't put i can't recommend those movies enough and a part of that is uh because of the choreography and the actual people involved in the filmmaking but um the the three best people from the raid are part of star wars and the Force Awakens, when Han Solo, they're in, in come, ship. Yeah. they come back on the ship and the yeah. big ball monster start rolling through the ship, they say, I never made a deal with Conja Club. Yeah. Those three uh, Asian yeah, guys yeah, that walk yeah. out of there.
2: Those dudes are those, crazy. Yeah. They're only
3: in that movie because of the raid. Now, let's just say uh, Tommy, Sean, you guys are producers of Star Wars. And Force Awakens comes out. And you say you're going to have in-between movies before the actual... Episode 8 and 9 You're gonna have a little In between movies Similar to Rogue One And Han Solo You have The Raid people In a movie it And is, now now, now, now Sean Would you rather have This Obi-Wan show Or a standalone Two and a half hour movie With Darth Vader Obi-Wan And the people From the Raid That could've been an, oh, And matter of fact there. Get the director From the Raid One and two Get yeah. him to make A a, yeah. a movie called Obi-Wan You bring Conja Club uh, They were Um
1: for,
2: for a matter of fact, time they were in John Wick three when he was fighting those Asians at the end. Oh yeah, those guys. Those little glass yeah, holes. those two dudes are from the raid. Yeah, yeah. So they've been putting they up in they a lot of yeah. yeah, because
3: Hollywood knows they the, really raid, the raid. The yeah. raid is freaking yeah. classic. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and Netflix keeps talking about we're going to remake the raid with with Scott Atkins and it, that's ridiculous. <laughs> what the hell? Let's make a different movie. Yeah, get, get the hell out of here. But anyway, Sean, from you've seen the raid. Yeah, I love it. So that. would yeah. you rather have the Obi wan series you got or? Oh, let's bring the actors from the raid into the Star Wars universe with Darth Vader snapping people's necks, bringing down ships. And, well, uh, I would but
2: what would we have them do though just have fight lightsab- work-
3: lightsaber scenes I mean what would we Absol- have them absolutely. do absolutely yeah. they could be working for the Empire at that, point.
2: that would be dope Conja Club dope.
3: works for the Empire
2: you could have them as the, uh, the Inquisitors could have made them way better the yeah. Inquisitors
3: was awful in here yeah. Yeah. Inquisitors was terrible or that would have been much more and that's just tip of the iceberg that's one idea off the top of my head well they could have been used in the Boba Fett show because
0: that show needed better action scenes yeah, yeah. it was very very mediocre but or at the very least who's ever the fight choreographer on the daredevil show on netflix they could have been used a lot on some of these star wars projects because Tommy whoever, whoever sh- did the fight coordination on, on that netflix daredevil show he deserved every fucking I, award I he could got, possibly not i gotta for. say when
2: obi-wan Raised his lightsaber and said, I do what I must. I just got a flashback of Revenge of the Sith. You know what I mean? And that was a, That's fair. That's a nod to it. I'm sure they did it on purpose, but it just made me feel a certain way. I'm like, oh, oh okay.
1: They're, tugging, they're yeah. tugging at those nostalgic yeah, yeah, strings. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You've you been waiting on me, Obi-Wan. You you know, he's this is a nice little. It could have been more. I yeah. You're right. I could have saw a lot Compare more. Compare that yeah. fight
3: scene to what you saw in Revenge of the Sith.
2: Yeah, yeah. They fought for a while in Revenge of the Sith, but that's a movie. They yeah, don't have the kind
3: of time, you know. So they they. Disney has the budget to. Oh, yeah. To, they could have made that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they could have they invested. They're saving
2: something, they're saving it. No, and you know? one
3: and one
0: last knock I had against the show, and I think I said this in the group text. I don't want to see Leia or Luke as kids anymore. Yeah, ever. We don't
2: need that. We know and what they become. It's so
0: boring. Yeah. I, I so boring. So yeah. boring. I don't mean to knock them as like kid actors, but it's kind of like uh, I, I get it. Not much happened. Like you really don't see shit with them until they're older. Like yeah. what's, up,
3: what's up the point of yeah. as
0: kids? I don't need to see yeah. that no more. I we already saw
3: Luke and Leia. Pretty much didn't know anything about the Force until the original movies. So why should we care, this is, yeah, why did care about any of this but stuff? But
0: didn't
2: Luke's uncle, he tried to keep Obi-Wan away? Even in, Didn't he always try to keep him because away? Because he
3: knew who his father was right, and right. he knew who Obi-Wan was. Right, so he, yeah. he didn't want him to be the next Darth but Vader. But
2: it seemed like Leia, did
3: they ever have an
2: inkling? Like, did they know who they were? Did they feel something? Do you think that that's what they're hinting yeah, at? Yeah, they, like they, they, felt- they
3: loved each other, but they didn't know it was a family love. As opposed to actual sexual, yeah, you because guys, they kissed and stuff, right? They did. Yeah, cause they, yeah. they didn't know they were brothers. No, they no, knew they, they loved didn't. each other, right? But they didn't know they were. They didn't know until the third movie.
2: Yeah, because that's when Han Solo started tripping. Like, man, you you
3: just kissed him? You know what I mean? Like, oh man, damn! You know, it's like no, it's not yeah. like that, you know. But but I, yeah, uh, she was just doing that to make him jealous. Yeah, he, I, yeah, yeah. she I, she knew she wanted Han she Solo, had yeah. yeah, she was just doing that to make him jealous. Yeah, it was great character work there.
2: But, that little girl was annoying. That she was, was very <laughs> annoying,
3: like Dakota Fanning
0: in like World of Worlds, kind of annoying.
2: No, she was worse. That she was one of the worst parts of the way, show. Way yeah. worse. Yeah, like, that's like saying a lot yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> She was very annoying. I, no, I'm yeah. talking
0: about like the day the Earth stood
2: still. Jaden Smith annoyed. <laughs> oh, oh my God. that was bad. And she was arguing with Obi Wan oh. and talking back. I'm gonna
0: do this. He, she knew they rights. were trying too yeah, hard right. to make her like a miniature, a miniature sassy yeah. like Leia. Like mm-hmm. no, she couldn't have been sassy like that as a kid. How you right. know she didn't grow into that? She's just yeah. over the top. She pigeon-toed she can't run so apparently this 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 fucking girl is quicksilver she can outrun any fucking body with her <laughs> oh, tiny Jesus, ass legs i was like come on man these, these maybe these, she was using the force at that time <laughs> i don't know they was well, <laughs> forcing this goddamn storyline <laughs> was I pretty bad oh yeah and just-
3: i'm sure some executive indigenous planning a leia show a layup no. spinoff. Oh my no, God. No, I don't want to see uh, uh, like that. Another Qui Gon Obi Wan show. And then we're even going to give Darth Vader his own show. You see him sitting on his throne. That's a whole other line of storyline. Oh, don't forget, we got Ice Cube Sun in here. You like that? Yeah, 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 you, you to that. You yeah. saw him in Godzilla. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got his own show coming up, too. Yeah, we're just going to yeah. keep throwing these pitches. One of them, one of is gonna gonna hit. It's just ridiculous.
0: No, they got to stop doing all these sides. All right, I'll just I'll just, just, I'll just end it by saying like, they just need to move on. They need they to start with a whole new storyline of they're something. They're never yes. going to
2: get it all right. Somebody's not going to like something. Some people like it, and some people don't. They, they can't appease everybody. With but that's it, with know?
3: any entertainment product, whether it's a book. A rap album, a country album, or a full length. movie. it's going to
2: make so much money, you know, because of what, what his name is for. But we can't, they can't make it for everybody, you know. What I mean, so well, just they, make it
3: for but the that's fans. But that's what the, Disney tries but, to
2: do. But the, that's their problem. The, the the lineage of it goes so far back. There's, these people are our age and older, and maybe a little bit younger. We we're expecting so much, you know. I think you know we're expecting because we know what good Star Wars is. We're expecting so much, you know, what I mean, and they like, damn, we can't recreate this, you know what I mean? We gotta go a whole other path here. And it's just been a disappointment so far, you know. That's they how gotta Hollywood make it is. for the fans. Yeah, but the fans are rabbit fans. These are not just any fans. These Or maybe they just need to bring back uh, uh George Lewis. <clears throat> Maybe, maybe, but well, he fumbled the ball a couple of times, you know? He fumbled with the. I, I, tr- uh,
0: I try to argue that the original, uh, like the prequel trilogy was trash, but looking back at it, it's a lot better than I try to give it
2: credit. Compa-
3: for. It, it, it keeps getting better with all these new spinoffs. Nah,
0: that Jaja
2: Binks shit was ridiculous. I didn't think, think I like, did you can make all this. a show
3: right now, and I'll probably still enjoy it better than the You think Boba so? Man, um, I would yeah, enjoy it more than The Last Jedi or Obi Wan i would i'll probably have more fun uh, with a george lucas directed Jar. misa called jar, jar Beast. misa, misa bracken can't read yeah yeah that's ridiculous yeah i would enjoy that more than this crap that obi-wan was and just the lack of appreciation for the character and just just like you said sean they're so successful they can't lose. That's the biggest problem. Yeah. Cause they, know they know people, people are going to watch live. it just yeah. because Star Wars is attached, and that doesn't give them the same pressure to deliver quality because they know they're going to make a profit no matter what. Yeah. And that does make you lazy. We've encountered that probably in our everyday lives right. yeah. outside of something. As
2: long as they put the content out, they just throw out whatever and hope, you know, it's, but they everything know people runs are going to go. Of course, yeah. eventually. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, so. That does because they used to be like a high end restaurant, but now they're just like a, a fast
2: food chain at this point. But that chain is in every city, you know I what know, I mean? Like, it doesn't make so. it good food anymore, <laughs> yeah. But you you can count on something, that, you know. I mean, you can go there that's at not 3 a.m. You thing. can go there at 3 a.m. and get a taco, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's there.
0: No, you, you remember know? how excited you used to be to go to McDonald's? Oh, yeah, because now I look at McDonald's right now, it's like it's the worst thing in the world. I can't yeah, even think about eating
2: that shit. That's but the last resort. You went to McDonald's because you got the, the toy, you yeah, got the play in the damn thing that they had, the little little playground that they had that they don't have anymore you know so
0: now i just look at like you know i only got five dollars
2: <laughs> yeah but you can get, I don't
3: feel like cooking yeah yeah
2: you can get two cheeseburgers and a small fry for that you know so yeah um man. i want to say before we move on to the john williams that black phone i gave that four brownie points four okay. four so give that okay. one okay. a try that was more of a thriller than a horror i thought it was gonna be a little scarier but it went like a serious route. Like, man, I could see somebody doing this shit. You know what I mean? So that's how I, I pictured it. Ethan Hart, hell of a job. It's, it's, it's worth seeing in the theaters if you get a chance. So,
0: Like, do you think it's better than Don't Breathe? Um, I don't know. I don't think it's the first one where, the, nah, like, where they break into the house. I said
2: it's hard to compare because this was more like a supernatural. There's some supernatural elements in this. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there is some spookiness to it. Uh, I think, okay, I thought yeah. it'd be more grounded than that. No, it is. Like, it's like, like half kidnapping and, half. and stuff. But there's stuff that goes on that. It's some supernatural element, and you'll see. Okay, so, I'll, I'll leave yep, it Yep. yep okay,
0: because yep. I remember Dobre was like the last... Like That was more that, realistic than that. Like, even like, the, yeah, even yeah, the yeah. sequel, I thought it was like, damn, but like, yeah. the sequel's still pretty damn good. That I enjoyed was, myself. Yeah,
2: those are definitely more grounded than this, So, but I, I enjoyed it,
0: so...
1: Okay,
0: yep. good all deal. <laughs> now, let's get to our John Williams segment. Now, this argument, just so all you listeners have some context on what's been going on in the background, because our group chat does... It does get out of hand sometimes. Some people say some some things where I don't think they fully understand what they said, and they're just doing that to press some buttons. And Sean and Ryan do that from time to time, even myself. But I suggested that we do a John Williams segment just to give him some uh, some praise that I don't think that he's fully gotten over the years, even though he is regarded as probably the greatest living musical composer ever. I still think there are some things to argue about as far as his legacy now. Just so we give you guys a full context of what this man's background. Ryan, you probably can rattle off a lot faster than I can Google right now. Can you just give the, the listeners some of the credits that he has as a...
3: I would be absolutely happy to.
0: I don't know if you're an expert, but I, I hear you like the guy. So yeah, I, I, love you, I hear you, like I, want I you to take worship the
2: at the I, altar. I, it was some man. shit that he made and I didn't even know he made. Like, I, I know. He made I, this? I looked that
3: up, too. E.T.? I
2: didn't know he did E.T. Like oh, yeah. I, I didn't know he did Home Alone. Home Alone, yeah,
3: I didn't it know did. that either. He did, yeah, it yeah. did. Um, a very underrated gem by the name of Munich. Um, with, uh, we oh, with Eric yeah. Bannon.
0: Is that the one with Clive Owen? Clive Owen? Oh, uh, I
3: have. What am thinking about, a, or is that uh What's James Bond? Uh, Sean Connery? Uh, that recent James Bond. Oh, um, Daniel Craig. Daniel, Daniel, Craig, Daniel Craig, yeah. Craig, yes. Yeah, about the uh, 1974 Olympics where the Israeli athletes got kidnapped by terrorists and they blew up the helicopter, and it's about the Israeli Secret Service mm. getting payback on all the people behind it. One of Spielberg's underrated masterpieces. His score was great in that. We talked about the underrated score of JFK. Uh, the one that shocked me was uh I almost died. I didn't
1: expect. I to forgot see about that. that one too.
3: I, I forgot. I almost, I had some very powerful stuff in there. But yeah, everybody knows dun 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 dun. That's the most to one me, of the dun, greatest. No, one of the
2: scariest Ooh. things. I've ever <laughs> the Jaws. Oh my god. Oh my Ooh. goodness.
3: And yeah, I'll do a quick runoff. And then I just want to go on a one quick tangent here. I just want to say, yeah, Jaws, Star Wars theme, one of the more popular themes of all time. Um, underrated, in my opinion. I think we all love this movie. Hook. I was shocked to see he What? Yeah, he did, yeah, he me, did Hook? He, man, he did. I know. Uh, his Hook. Uh, you, Jurassic you guys mentioned Park. Homo. Yeah, yeah. Jurassic man. Park. Man. You guys said E.T. Harry T. Potter. E. T., I Harry didn't know. Harry Potter, yeah. one of the biggest franchises of, of all time.
0: Saving Private Ryan. That was the one I forgot, and yeah. I'm mad that I forgot that.
3: That was great. Oh yeah, that was great. He is absolutely a living legend. He did Indiana Jones too, didn't
2: he? Yep. And, man. yeah, oh. I was
3: gonna say that for last. Yeah. Fuck. That's yeah. Dun dun dun. dun. Yeah, that's one of the more. What he gives movies movie. identity. Man, he gives movies do. Identity. Um, they do. He and does. yeah, most most people they when they hear a lot of John Williams music, they hear, that movie pops up in their head. They can just hear one. two notes they know exactly what movie that movie is which one would you say
2: you would say like is the your i made i
3: made a top three so i don't know if we're gonna i I can do it i just want to say i'll give you my top three real quick i just wanted to go quick tangent for all the flack that this george lucas prequel trilogy gets the absolute star of episode one two and three is john williams his score on all three <laughs> of his movies yeah, That's utterly fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And I just want to point out that um, I was almost going to go for full geek mode for you guys and actually bring in the sea, the album of episode one, The Phantom Menace. I bought that soundtrack before it came out.
0: What the hell? One
3: really? of, keep in mind, um, I was still watching MTV during that. That movie came out while we were in eighth grade. You
0: bought this on cassette. See, it was, it was, <laughs> it, was CD. it was it was ninety.
3: It was ninety nine. It, it was it was on CD. But uh, yeah, I bought the CD. They actually premiered the video for the first song on the Phantom Menace on MTV. You didn't see that for any other Star Wars movie. That CD actually went platinum. <laughs> I'm not lying. Really? That's one of the few albums for a movie that's ever gone platinum outside of the Bodyguard. Who in Houston? That. I, the hype from for episode one, I don't think will ever be matched in my lifetime for a movie. People were pumped for that damn movie where they made that album go platinum. But I just want to point out, uh, of all, anything you want to criticize about those prequel movies with Jar Jar Binks and our lack of actual Darth Vader in a suit, the score for all three movies is incredible. And I do think Duel of the Fates from episode one is probably his best. My favorite score out of all of John was that, that score was absolutely incredible, and uh, actually hearing that come on with Darth Maul coming out opening weekend for episode one, one of the best theater-going experiences in my life. Everybody in that theater lost their shit once Darth Maul popped up, and you heard Duel of the Fates, and you see Liam Neeson and Owen uh, McGregor fighting him. Uh, you and McGregor fighting him. That was great. And uh, But if I had to name my, my top three, John score, it would be number three. Episode one, The Force Awakens. i um, mean episode seven, The Force Awakens, with introduce our introduction to Ray and Finn and BB-8. That's third. Now, uh, is it is it a cheat
0: yeah. just to put all the Star Wars just bundled up? That's what I would um, say.
3: Yeah. I,
0: I would, but because I, you can't separate them from movie to movie. I, I can, you can tell I can. how can. he gave everybody their so own. He did, theme I can. And,
2: he did the entire thing, like Darth Vader's theme and all that too. Yeah. Yes. yes. Ooh, Even Obi Wan. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He man, did Obi wans so. theme. He
3: didn't do the score for it. Now, the only uh, Star Wars movies made that he didn't do the score for were uh, Rogue One and Han Solo. Okay, yeah. But for episode one through nine, this actual Skywalker saga, he did the score for all those. Uh, that, But uh, a couple scenes in The Force Awakens, I just want to point out the show's true movie magic. Um, it is uh, the introduction of Kylo Ren when he first gets off that ship. Uh, listen to, watch Kylo Ren's walk, mm. his breathing, and the John Williams score. There's a real brief scene um, once they're on that uh, desert planet Jakku, I think it's called, yeah. and the stormtroopers spot the little robot they're looking for, and Finn grabs Rey's hand and says, uh, we gotta run. And they take off running, and there's like a little ground shot where it shows BB-8, Rey, and Finn all in one take. It's an, And John Williams scores plan. That is utterly incredible. And the scene where we're introduced to Ray after she's doing her little digging in that down dirt
1: and shit, yeah, yeah, in that
3: little down Star Destroyer, and then she gets on that little pad and slides down the hill and says a ding, 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 dun, 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 I was like, oh my god, yeah. this this is fucking Star Wars. I'm waiting. For, I, I I loved Ray from that moment until I saw the Last Jedi. <laughs> but at that moment, up until the end of the movie, I was like, I love Ray. <laughs> this character's awesome, and John wins a bit part of that. That's my third favorite. Number two, I'm putting Jurassic Park on there.
2: Uh, Yeah, no, it's got some iconic
3: stuff. But even the action scenes, I think, are underrated. And uh, to credit, Steve, I even think the best scene in that movie is the T-Rex attack on those two Jeeps. That's my favorite scene of the movie. One of my favorite scenes of all time. But there's no score during that. But I still think Jurassic Park is my second favorite score of his. And uh, it's because not only the the iconic scenes of them landing on the island in the helicopter and them riding off in the sunset with mm-hmm. the birds flapping, but just the tension scenes <clears throat> when the action's actually going on, freaking incredible. My favorite score is another Star Wars movie. And here's why I think you can't separate them. It's because, uh, listen, watch the original Star Wars. And my personal favorite of um, John Williams is the empire strikes back score mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. abs- yeah the imperial theme yeah that's that's i really think that's one of the main reasons that darth vader achieved that iconic status yeah that fits
2: perfectly with it, him, yeah.
3: it it is great and one of my favorite scenes uh in probably absolutely my favorite scene in the whole star wars franchise is han solo uh dodging the star the, the imperial starships and flying into an asteroid field while CP3O and and Chewie are losing their minds in terror. (laughs) Listen to the John Williams score once he goes in there. That score is incredible. Sean mentioned that Imperial theme, and it is just, yeah, even the last scene at the end when they're trying to outrun the fleet at the end after uh, Han Solo's and Carl Freeze, My favorite score of that is, listen to all the Star Wars movies. I promise you, the Empire Strikes Back one. Is is the most iconic, and I think really John Williams' best work. That's my personal favorite. But yeah, um, those moments I just listed for you, where it's that score just adds an emotional touch. None of those were, none of those happened in uh, Last Jedi or The Rise of Skywalker. We can even go back to the prequels, Episode Three: Revenge of the Yeah, the Obi Wan fight with uh, with uh, Anakin yeah, yeah, was yeah. that music was there, great. But watch that scene where General Grievous lands on the alien planet when he gets off. To the, dun, dun, dun 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 dun. And General Grievous, you it's mm-hmm. it's it, 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 It's great. Yeah, yeah, he. John Williams was the MVP of Episodes One through Three, and I really think outside of George Lucas, probably the most important part of Star Wars. But each of his scores for each move, all nine movies are different. Empire Strikes Backs. Empire Strikes Back and The Force Awakens were the two best out of the nine. Those are the highlights, and both of them are my top three. Yeah. But I, I, I worship at the altar of John Williams. Man. Thank you for letting me rant, guys. By the way, I appreciate no, that. No,
0: Thank no, I, this is what the, this is the episode it's supposed to be all about—giving mm-hmm. him his praise. Now, if I were to give my top three, uh, it, it's still flippy floppy to me. But I have to say, number three is probably Jaws. That's
3: how good that man is. I. And I, yeah. I love that Two notes ba-dum. Yeah. scares the shit out of I, scares I, the shit out of people. I
2: never want to go in the ocean. Play that shit that at then. the beach. Yeah, <laughs> watch
0: out. That's <laughs> serious
2: And that's just it means something bad is coming. You always will feel that. I remember. Uh, and it's so universally yeah, yeah, recognizable yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, to, right yeah, to that. ears that they mm-hmm. know immediately what that means. Just but um. Those you know, don't scare that. the shit out of anybody in water. Even if you in a bathtub, <laughs> you looking around. <laughs> like, it fits. Like, it fits. Yeah, it is great. But I have to say, number two for me, I have to. I have to agree with Ryan that this probably is Jurassic Park. Man, that that opening scene. For Jurassic Park, when they finally get to that park and they see that Stegosaurus or whatever, mm-hmm. when that music is it's so, magic, it's, it's so magic.
3: fucking beautiful. It, it really is. It
2: and feels like you're there with them witnessing dinosaurs at that moment with their witnessing it. It feels yeah. like you're there. You know. So. I like
0: how he seems to have like a good grasp of how the human emotions like interact with mm-hmm. visually what is on Big the screen. time. It is very very magical and it's very very fucking beautiful. But for me, number one. A lot of people might argue this, but I actually think it's Superman.
3: Whoa! I think that's his best. Score. That's one of the most iconic scores of all time. It
0: is one of the most iconic scores, and it's for one of one of the most, if not the most, popular superhero of all time, Superman. Hearing that music immediately pumps me up in the thing. Now I said, now I did say in the group text I do like Hans Zimmer version of Man of Steel better, but for me. The original Superman theme music, it is so fucking iconic. It I is, cannot yeah. let it go. It is so damn recognizable. As soon as I hear it, immediately, I, I feel like I can, I can fly. Yeah. I feel like I'm about to slap the shit out of somebody. <laughs> and then once I'm all said and done, I can hide behind glasses and nobody knows me. <laughs> like It is so damn beautiful to listen to. He is He is by far a genius. I don't know exactly how his brain even comes up with these kind of these notes to put them all together in such a beautiful way but it is so damn wonderful it really that is. he had such a great impact simply on the music as i always said music can help manipulate the human emotions to feel certain things they probably didn't feel in the, at the time because if you just look at the screen yeah you might see something amazing but once he attached it to his beautiful music of that orchestra playing wow even jurassic park still to this day that music immediately gets me pumped to make you think about the first one. Even if they play it in Jurassic World, even though the, the second and third one were fucking trash, but as soon as they play that fucking music, oh, it just... It, it gets back it, good memories. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's immediately going back into a time machine. Each know? movie would be worse
3: mm. off <coughs> if he wasn't involved in it. Yeah. In a mm. lot of cases, he actually made the movie yeah. better with his score. You know elevated it? a lot of these mm-hmm. movies. For sure. And... um yeah, I'm pro- I probably pissed a lot of people off uh, leading up to that <coughs> Kingdom of the Chris- Crystal Skull, Indiana Jones 4, with Shia that LaBeouf swing with the monkeys. Yeah. But I was whistling the Indiana Jones theme every day for about four months straight, waiting for that movie to come out. Yeah, I
1: probably
3: lost some friends. Like, shut the fuck up, Brian. Shut up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: but, <laughs> yeah, the fact that that didn't even make it into my top three, just shows the legendary... Yeah. Ground of work this man has laid.
2: Good lord! I I actually put Jurassic Park number three. Okay, and I can, I, I always know that theme. That um, shit I can't even do it now because we got all these themes in my mind here. But that Jurassic Park theme is iconic. Number two was I just kind of roped all the Star Wars together. But I know him for Star Wars the theme dun, 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 when it comes on and yeah. all that. Man, it's just you always you know what that is too when those letters come up. That is perfect. You know what I mean? When oh, that yeah. theme comes up and it says Star Wars and it got, you know, what's going on. That right there, that opening scene in every Star Wars movie, you know that noise. That, you know that sound. You know that music you, anywhere. And then number one for me was Jaws. Just because I was so scared of Jaws, man. And that, that, dun, 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 dun. and then it even goes in it, it starts going into all oh, yeah. that. Like, man, that shit's petrifying, man. I would say that yeah, in Star Wars influenced
3: yeah. the movie score wise the most. Yeah. Oh, my God.
2: Like, Jaws, woo. Even like, uh, uh, some schools like football teams play that, you know, like on well, third down and then and then. Well, and then you well, know they play I mean? that they, Imperial March. They do, yeah, that but then, yeah, then, the then, Imperial then.
3: March is not in the original Star Wars. Yeah, That's yeah. why I had to kind of separate it because, okay, yeah, it's, even though the opening theme is the same, yeah, the score for the duration of the movie is different. I would, I, I would also put it, uh,
2: uh it, um, E. T. I felt like well, I didn't good, know E.T., and I went back and listened to some, I was like, damn, I didn't know that was him. I like some of those E.T. themes, so. Absolutely. But, yeah, I definitely got Jaws, number one, as far as well, I had recognized that anywhere. I mean, one of the most recognizable things ever. And, shit, even when I'm fishing, I'm thinking like, Jaws, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> man, man, like, man, <laughs> you, you could use that on any scary, anything that's scary, you know, so that, that fit a big ass shark perfectly, you know, so, that's more of Jaws than the shark is, to me, that theme, you know.
3: Big so, time. Yeah. And, yeah, this thinking about the list that's why i sent y'all that text message before i got here because we i think we we're all in agreement that episode nine the rise of skywalker was a huge letdown it was it was a huge letdown uh but that little 30 second clip there is an utter work of genius oh man and who's ever created that little 30 second clip i i'm so glad i think they appreciate john Winslet, We did it because they, they pretty much combined Duel of the Fates with, with that Darth Vader Imperial March theme for that little 30-second clip. And, Sean, you can drive from this. I was not that excited for The Rise of Skywalker because I had probably one of the more emotional uh, reactions to The Last Jedi and how I really felt like my time as being a diehard Star Wars fan was over. I have never been so let down by that in my life. I
2: remember how excited you was for The Force Awakens. We was watching trailers like two years before had or, or a year the, before. Yeah. I remember you. I helped you move something and you was like, come watch this. And I came in there, and we sat down at the computer, and we looked at it. It was like, man, we saw Finn take off that helmet, and he's looking around. We was like, oh. Oh, well, yeah. And that was just like a little yeah, uh, yeah. pretty much sizzle reel. Yeah, yeah. They had,
3: yeah, they uh, before they, I remember that. Yeah, they just had a little sizzle reel yeah. of about five or six clips from the movie, mm-hmm. and it was absolutely the incredible. The
2: Imperial Force was coming off that lake, and they were. Firing at the stormtroopers yeah. and they were fighting right there. That was super dope. I mean, mm-hmm. We just thought we were. Well, oh, yeah, it we ended were, with the Millennium yeah, Falcon doing um, a, a sweet move. Oh my god! Yeah,
3: yeah, it was it was incredible. Yeah, the marketing yeah. for uh, the Force Awakens was one of the best in movie history. Yeah, absolutely. And I really think that was one of his John Wimp's greatest contributions because uh, Disney had a lot of riding on that movie to start this franchise right. over again. They started off right. They did. Yeah. yeah, they did. It was a crowd pleaser, and I really think. John Williams was a big contribution to that because I really think, just like myself, a lot of people fell in love with Ray the second they saw her sliding down that that Mm -hmm. uh, sand hill and John Williams. Oh yeah, 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 and then her actually kick turns like actually riding into the city and her full theme
1: Mm -hmm. and the
3: John Williams score kicks in. It's it's movie magic at its best. Yeah, yeah. That I really you you see all the phases working in cohesion, which is not always the case. Yeah, you you got great filmmaking on display and somebody adding music to that to even uh, mm-hmm. raise the emotion emotional stakes of each scene. It was perfect. That true true movie magic on oh, yeah. display there. Mm-hmm. John John Williams is, is a hero of mine and a living legend. Absolutely, I love that man. Now, which score do you think is an underrated score of his? I mentioned JFK earlier because I really feel that last hour, and it's been parodied to death with the Kevin Costner, Back into the left, back into the left. But if you guys haven't seen JFK in a while, you guys have seen JFK, right? I haven't seen him I in a long been time. Been a long time for me too. You guys are going to be blown away not only by see all the great actors that are actually in this movie, including Joe Pesci, Jack Lemon, and a host of others. Uh, uh, what's the big fat guy uh, in the John Hughes movies? Uh, what John Candy? What John Candy. Yeah, John Candy's in away. this. There yeah, we go. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yep. Yeah but that last hour and seeing um uh oh god what's the bad guy's name from uh book of eli and uh oh, Gary Oldman v- Gary Oldman yeah, yeah. Gary Oldman playing uh Lee Harvey Oswald and just seeing the different versions of how that story could actually play out that that's my biggest underrated score for John Williams cuz that movie's a classic
2: I looked up a list before we move on or we, or in the show they had like Liberty Fanfare as number 1 for him what but What is Liberty Fanfare? Is that what the some, hell is that? I have man? no idea. And they had Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade, at number two for him. Uh, as far what? as like this list, it was just a Google. I just Googled it. Yeah, so I don't know where they came up with that.
3: Sorryassnerd.com. That yeah, was, yeah. I've never heard of that. But, yeah. it, no, you can't start no John Williams discussion with without Star Wars, Jaws, Star you know, Wars was, was number Jones. eight
2: <laughs> on here. Five, Superman number nine. E.T. was number five. And the Cowboys Overture, that was number four, Accidental Tours. This must be just actual, I feel, harmonic stuff that he's done. Maybe. Okay. I don't know if these are actually all movies. So Yeah,
3: he's, he's, he did at least 20 movies I haven't seen yeah, before yeah, yeah. he did Jaws and Star Wars. Right. So his career started in the 50s, I believe. Okay. Um,
0: I personally thought Catch Me If You Can was an underrated one. Yeah, oh, that that movie's movie's awesome. He was awesome. He movie. did a score for that? Yeah. yeah. Damn.
3: I know. Him and Spielberg love each other. Good guy. I feel like he won for Saving Private Ryan as an Oscar. Did he? He should have won. He better have won for Star Wars than Indiana Jones. It was bad enough that
0: that didn't win like Film of the Year. That was bad enough. They didn't give John Williams his fucking credit on that score. Man, they might just throw the whole Oscars away. Hook is a very underrated one. Big time. You did Schindler's I like, list. I know. Man. God, dog. Maybe it's me, but Home Alone feels like a very underrated one.
2: Yeah. Cause that you know that
3: theme anywhere too, you know. So I mean, just, and, and to a certain that yeah, was good, but to a certain extent, it, it's the music he's actually playing with actual songs jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle. Those kind of stand out to me. But uh it was good, yeah. It was good. Memories yeah. of a geisha did that? Uh, that was not that good. I and I the, and, and I worship at the jack off earth altar of Zhang Ziyi. But that was just okay
0: minority report i do like that Ooh, that
3: was a good one the bfg you did that I never man. saw that i
0: big saw that i'm a spielberg yeah, fanatic big friendly giant big friendly giant i enjoyed never that. Seen that i one. saw
2: that in the theaters really like yeah Who never
3: talked s- you into seeing that
2: i was with some girl that talked me into seeing that i that never wanted
0: to go very actually unappealing pretty good. To actually pretty good yeah i hope you got some ass for that All right, i that. think that. i did <laughs> oh, i'm about yeah, to say if it's...
1: you didn't go around the 20 toes
0: that shit.
2: empire of the sun man that was good that was good little, man, it's got little a boy here. Christian Bale Ooh,
0: man there's a whole lot going yeah, on he, here he he, he he has the kind of catalog that'll stand the test of time for, for the rest of cinema history yeah. And
3: I guarantee you everybody who likes movies even in the slightest one of their favorite movies of all time he did the score for
0: yeah you can't tell the story of cinema the history of cinema without mentioning his name in it
3: mm-hmm.
1: it's
0: like there's certain names that are always going to be attached to like the the world of cinema like the steven spielbergs the john williams Hans zimmer mm-hmm. uh, jerry brockheimer this is like there's certain names that are just there's stamps into this whole thing that we love that's called cinema and he is absolutely on that mount rushmore of people that have influenced my cinema life beyond words at yeah. this point John Williams is up there. Y'all you, you already know how I feel about Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that dude. Yeah, Steven Spielberg, like Quentin Tarantino, like these people are just—they push boundaries that aren't aren't really there for most people to put. I, I can't name another famous composer outside of, of like maybe two men, maybe three. If I really really try hard, that really have like a lasting impact. Like they're so fucking popular. Like they've been attached to a lot of different projects, a lot of different projects.
3: I had to. I I did do a shout out. I'm pretty sure I did a, a stand ovation to John Williams on the previous episode. Oh yes, mm-hmm. you did. But uh, Danny Elfman, who we just saw, did the score for Doctor Strange 2. He also did the score for The Simpsons. That's about as iconic as it get. Okay, Um but uh yeah, um, I, I I still think the Michael Keaton Batman theme is the absolute best. Um, I, I, people think of Batman that Michael Keaton series and the cartoon series. That's Danny Elfman right there. I really put him on it. And on a side note, I really if you're since you're a fellow Hans Zimmer fan, one of his masterworks is, in my opinion at least, an underrated Wesley Snipes movie of the 90s called Drop Zone. remember, remember he was, that. Yeah. Remember he, he, he was a cop infiltrating <laughs> a skydiving unit to find a <laughs> yeah, I, I remember murder. that movie. Yep, it's yeah. a very underrated movie. Was that movie. Gary Busey? That was Gary yeah, Busey yeah, as the main yeah, bad guy. Yeah, yeah, perfect and I really name. felt the female lead should have had a bigger career than what she had. She was a badass and gorgeous on top of that. But the Hans Zimmer score on that is, Paul. oh, my, it gets my blood. I really will. That's one of those scores I wish would just play as I go throughout my daily life. I would be kicking life's ass (laughs) if that score played. (laughs) You need music everywhere (laughs) you (laughs) go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I would literally have the world on a rope right now if I had theme music like that. The Drop Zone score, Tommy, please watch that. Um, when you get a chance, I I think I think you'll think that's one of the more underappreciated scores of of, of uh, that decade. That
0: is funny that you need you need that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what? If I had Stone Cold Steve Austin's music <laughs> Anytime I walked <laughs> into a room, everybody be shitting their damn pants. So I was uh, like, All right, I get it, I, I get it. Everybody needs like that that good theme music. You ever find out like, that one good song yeah. that makes your day just a little bit better? Like you having a shitty day and you just have like that one good old reliable mm-hmm. song. Oh yeah, that you just put that on. And bam, everything just gets better again. Makes sense now, yes. Now I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I do listen to Hans Zimmer' uh, Man of Steel theme. That 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 theme is so fucking beautifully I, I love crafted. That. The fact that it's attached to a movie that you know, y'all know how I feel. I don't feel like it's the greatest like superhero movie ever. I don't even think it's, it's that great. It's still good, but I wasn't the biggest fan, as y'all two were. But I am a massive fan of the score. Of that right, man, it. Yeah. it is fucking great. When he first takes Flight, that music, oh, Lord have Ooh, mercy. Ooh, that make your hair
3: on your arm stand up. Right fucking
0: man. yeah, man. He just knows how to build it up, man. It's just, it's just beautiful. Like the- I loved
3: what he did in Dark Knight Rises as well. That's probably my least favorite of the Nolan trilogy. But, uh, yeah, the last 30 minutes of that once uh, – Bane and the criminal start fighting the cops, and Batman's flying. Yeah, and Catwoman's riding the, bicycle, the Batmobile or the bike, the Bat bike. All that last thirty minutes of the Dark Knight Rises is some of Hans Zimmer's best. And keep in mind, he got actually copied for about five years straight after Inception came out. You remember when Inception came out and they had mm. that little boom, boom score when yeah. all the major scenes. Look, look at some of the blockbusters, including Transformers 3. Huh. So remember, there was that little uh, snake thing that came out in Transformers 3. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every, that, that, that movie came out post-Inception. That's one of many movies that tried to, cop, try to copy Hans Zimmer. That Inception score is one of the most copied and ripped-off scores of all time, and he deserves kudos for starting an unfortunate trend, unfortunately. But his on inception was the stuff of legend, for sure.
1: Okay,
0: well, it was, it, it be's like that sometimes, man. Even in music, when you create a sound that's really hot, most people are going to copy it. Like oh, how yeah. many how many people jumped on the new Jack Swing after Teddy Riley pretty much pioneered that whole thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. going to be like that. Like T Pain coming in with fucking Auto Tune, even though it was started by somebody he popularized it. I yeah. still
3: say Roger and Zapp is Most <laughs> people don't even know uh, who the fuck that is. That's a Computer damn shit. <laughs> no, they'll never, they, they never understand that shit. Yeah. But, you know, I love that, man. It, but
0: it bees like that sometimes. Man, when you pioneer something and make it that damn great, man, if they're not copying you, you didn't do well enough, in my opinion. So, yeah, it, yeah, it, 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 true true it, talk, Tom. Real talk. No, man. If you, if you made something that damn brilliant, it kind of kills the imagination of somebody else. Have you ever seen something so fucking so well done that you think you can't do anything better than that? I feel like that's how most people feel when they hear Hans Zimmer and John Williams. Like it's it's great to aspire to that, but you always feel like I am never gonna achieve anything even close to that? These dudes are just fucking giants and I feel like everybody else is just, they're like a thousand lats behind wherever they've been. And you know, granted he's he's ninety, uh, John Williams, so he has had a tremendous career. Right, yeah thus far and even though he's going to retire from the film he's not going to completely retire from music i think he's going to still do you know orchestras like throughout the country i think he's going to still do that but you know as far as movies go it is going to be a sad day that you know when indiana jones 5 comes out and this movie isn't like the greatest
3: thing i've ever heard in my life i don't know what i'm going to do you remember shia labeouf swinging with the cgi monkeys right it can't be worse than that, right, Tommy? We ain't got to talk about. That. And remember, Steven Spielberg made that movie. We ain't got to talk about. And he's about not that. even going to make this fifth one. Man, we still ain't got to talk about that, man. I, I, let's just live in the, the
0: land of good things, okay? <laughs> okay I'm, I'm with that. that let's just think oh, hypothetically, this is like him putting his fucking foot down. I wish I could build. This could even be you. this could be like the Jay Z Black album.
3: See, I, I was down. not aware that this that he was going to be scoring Indiana Jones five. So. I was unaware they were
0: making it an Indiana, yeah. Indiana Jones 5 in yeah. the first place. I thought Harrison Ford was too fucking old. The last movie ago, seriously. Um, if um, everything going to be CGI with him, he's yeah. going to be swinging from a rope CGI. He's going to be running on a CGI treadmill. He's going to be diving on a pillow.
2: His him and his whip going to be CGI you know? <laughs>
3: at this point. Like yeah. even his uh-huh. hat going to be CGI because it might hurt his head at this point. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I do want to offer a recommendation for Tommy Lo because if I'm not mistaken, I think you had the Green Mile yes. as your. Top three, one of your top three movies? It is number top? two on my list. would Where, you put it as number one? Uh, 12 Angry Men. That's right. That's right. Okay. Henry Fonda, that, Black and White. Oh, I understand. I completely understand. Um, the d- writer-director of the Green Mile and Shawshank Redemption, Frank Dermott, who um, he also had a scuffle with. He was actually the writer-director of Walking Dead Season 1. But one of the more interesting... I did not know that. I did, how did I not know that? One of the more interesting stories of in his career is he was the original writer of Indiana Jones 4 and his storyline would have been so much better and I really think that's one of the more fascinating stories of how they went with outside of his storyline and gave us that shitty movie that we got um, they borrowed a lot of what he did because um, me for one, I didn't have a problem with him introducing aliens and Russians into the franchise just because one, uh, Indiana Jones has always dealt with really sci-fi and supernatural stuff look at all three of the previous movies with the Ark of the covenant and the holy grail there was sci-fi elements that yeah Uh, the uh, indiana jones the time period did take place in the 50s and uh cold war era russia and ufos were a big phenomenon of that era so it made sense for them to introduce it. it was just so poorly handled but as a fan of the green mile like i am and a huge fan of uh, Shawshank Redemption, even uh, that Stephen King movie about the big insects taking over with the mist or the fog, whatever that's the mist, yeah, the mist yeah, so that he, just he, came
0: on Netflix Okay, uh, yeah, he, I'm very excited about he, that
3: he, he was the creator of that and uh, not that's another one, yeah, look at the backstory of him getting that ending passed through but he was the original writer for Indiana Jones 4 and seeing how they copied parts of it to make that atrocity they made is one of the more fascinating stories of the film industry and that's kind of like a kind of a pick up, uh, pull yourself up by the bootstraps and keep pushing because they screwed him off of that movie, and the movie would be better off if they kept them on there. But I thought you'd be interested in that. No, no, I always, always appreciate, man.
0: You come with the snapple facts. <clears throat> now, should we end this with some, some good old John Williams? Yeah, I gotta take mine. <laughs> if if, if
3: you right. <laughs> go ahead, end it with some. good. There. please don't think less of me, guys. But. Um, I I was a bitch last night because I almost texted you and Tommy back at eleven o'clock saying, Hey Tommy, could you please put some John Williams score on here? But you've always come through. Mm. I knew you would come through. That was one of the few times I've actually been texting a male and actually deleted, like, oh no, I'm not sending text. <laughs> Usually I do that with my booty calls, and my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a little insight to me. That was one of the few times, one of the only times I've done an actual actual mail receiver of one of my text messages. I was like uh, I, I don't want them to think I'm that much of a geek. <laughs>
0: no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm was, very I'm
3: very happy. Nope, nope. I, was, I was very much thinking about it. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I, am,
0: I am actually going to send us out with, <laughs> yes. the, with yes. John Williams. Because so, we we got to fully appreciate this man to the fullest extent. So I don't want to shortchange anybody with that. So let's just do one that I think is probably one of the biggest classics right here. This oh, Something about this just feels so right. If people don't feel like the arm like hair standing up just hearing these notes I don't know what the hell is wrong with you. Obviously y'all didn't have a childhood and I apologize for y'all having bad parents. But this right here is so damn beautifully smooth. I still remember watching this for the
3: first time. That first Jurassic Park. In the uh, Fort Wayne Indiana for all the listeners out there outside of Indiana we're broadcasting at a Midwest, Fort Indiana. That Fort Wayne Philharmonic uh, yearly, they usually do like a collection of John Williams scores. I, I need to see that before I die. Yeah. I want to, just want to see how they, how they play his work. Because I would love to actually see him compose it with his group of artists and musicians there. But um, yeah. Even Fort Wayne, Philharmonic has appreciation for this man. They have John Williams night every year. So at- I heard the ride in um, Universal Studios plays this when you're going into the gate
2: of Jurassic Park. They oh. have the Jurassic Park ride, yeah. and they play this. I heard that somewhere. I can't remember
3: where, but yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm glad you picked this, Tommy. I mean, this is one of the first movies that I actually watched to the end credits. They play this in the end credits of Jurassic, in credits of Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And out of the ten to fifteen or more times i watched on VHS. I'll just have the credits and this music playing in the background. Yeah, and as I get ready to do another activity and play a G.I. Joe or something.
2: flying or something in the background right. or something. All it was just music. regular birds in yeah, the original. okay, yeah. But yeah, yeah.
3: and fun fact, um, this Jurassic Park, right when they the credits start, it's one of the few movies that ends right at the two-hour mark. Exactly 120 minutes is when the credits start rolling. They say directed by Steven Spielberg. Uh... Yeah, it's not, not a big deal, but that's, I've never seen a movie end exactly at a certain time barrier. And when you got your DVD player there, you can help but notice certain things like that. You
0: have the weirdest facts, sorry, oh, sorry. in your head.
3: Useless facts, yeah. I don't know how
0: you remember all this, man, yeah. but
3: but here's a fact this
0: is one of the greatest podcasts in the world right yeah. now. <laughs> very true very, <laughs> true, very true. And I want to thank you all for tuning into this episode, uh, and helping us salute the great John Williams. Uh, like I said, go check us out on Facebook, check us out on Instagram. Uh, go like and share. Oh. Damn, this music is so damn good, I'm going to look
2: outside and see a Baranosaurus walking <laughs> by. So oh, just, Lord. Nah. It's,
0: up, it's uplifting.
2: It too. is. It is, is very yeah. uplifting. Too. It not, makes
0: you feel good about life. Not when the T-Rex is out, but you know, everything else, <laughs> yeah. man. It feels beautiful. This, <laughs> yeah. this music is so damn beautiful. And I right. want to thank all y'all for tuning in with, with this great episode. Salute to you, John Williams. Thank you for all the memories that you've given us over this this life of ours. And I wish you nothing but the best in what you try the next future. Oh, Lord. Ryan over here. Sean over here. All Tommy right. right
3: here. I want to thank you all for tuning in. So thank you all. Have a good night. All righty. Good night. Shout out happy- to the showrunners, Tommy and happy- Sean from yeah. Spotlight and John Williams. It's Love you guys. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Yeah, happy yep.
0: Independence Day.
3: Yeah.